This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome to our Monday show. Welcome to the Monday that is also the tax deadline at midnight. Thank you for joining us, everybody. I hope you had a great uh, holiday weekend. Well, if it was a holiday for you, I guess. And uh, thanks for being along with us. we got a lot coming up on the show today. We're going to run down some of it for you coming up here in just a few moments. Let's start things off with a look at El Paso weather. And going to have some windy days ahead this week. Today, sunny, 93 for the high temperature. And uh, winds are going to be up in the 10 to 15 mile an hour range. Some really high winds overnight, 20 to 30 miles an hour. Tomorrow's going to be 91. It looks like the highs are all going to be in the low 90s. Uh, expect some high winds on Tuesday and Wednesday. Little break on Thursday. And no rain in the forecast. So we got no rain in the forecast, but the wind's going to be switching on and off throughout the week. Uh, that's kind of what it looks like. Coming up in the weather for us, El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com or you can give them a call, 915-821-2122. All right, back from the uh, weekend, let's find out what's coming up on the show today and uh, start with Nico at Jimmy. Good morning, Nico. Good morning. Uh, today, you want to know what is uh, going on today? That's correct. <laughs> I have on to, this day? I have to change my password today for Town Square Media. Oh, welcome to that. Yeah. I don't like this. Is that the first time this has happened? Yeah. You sound like me, a grumpy old man. <laughs> Why can't they just leave the password? I like the password it's not I like, picked. It's not like the hackers yeah, have been just working one. feverishly for a month. <laughs> To figure it out. <laughs> and right? I used to do the thing where I would just change one, one letter, letter and now it tells you not good enough. You can't do that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So uh that's Welcome to that. Yeah, that's pretty awful. Well, also uh, in the news, Russia continues to attack Ukraine. Hold on, I got I got something for you. Go ahead and tell us what's coming up in the news. But uh, Russia continues to attack Ukraine uh, across Ukraine, including Kiev and Maripol. Uh the uh, Russians continue their attack, including on the capital of Kiev. And uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky is saying that a missile strike shelled right into the Maripol region. So they're waiting for casualty reports right now. All right. Now, back to this thing where you you don't like changing your password. How how often would be a good amount of time? Because I, I think they prompt us to do it. What do they do, Joanna? I mean, it seems like it's every week. It seems very frequent. No, it's like every, I want to say, three months, maybe? No, it's more frequent than that. It feels more frequent. Yeah, you think it's really only three months? Yeah, it's probably about three months. Okay, so Nico, (laughs) (laughs) tell us what you hate about these fat passwords. These darn passwords changing all the time. (laughs) I like the one that I got. There's nothing wrong with it. It... (laughs) Who what I got to say? Because he's an old man <laughs> telling it like it is. Yeah, what, is, what are, they, are they hacking me every month? 
I don't know, but they make us change it all the time. Do our it and our company does it. this thing where it's like if something could be done conveniently, they pick what's on the opposite. But what the complete can really ruin the their lives right now? Well, you know, it's not different than when I worked at Texas Tech or, or the hospital. We would have to change our passwords pretty frequently, but they gave us a password and then they would tell like, okay, you need to change it to a new one. Here, I got to pick my password. I'm pretty attached to it. Yeah, you got to change it like every three months. And, and, here's, here, and then, if you don't, it locks you it out. Locks you out it locks you out of your computer. You call but here's what that. ends up I might happening. not have access tomorrow, guys. You can't pick something you'd remember, because if you tend to use right. a variation on the same thing, it won't let you do it. So you got to pick out a different... What ends up happening is, everybody writes down their password on a piece of paper and leaves it where they can find it, right next to the computer, which I have to figure is a big security flaw. <laughs> Does everybody do that, Joanna? No. no. But the old men like us Oh my will. god, that yes. reminds me. Yesterday, Buzz, Daver called me. Oh my god, I got that Daver call yesterday. You couldn't figure out what my password Wait, was. Wait, tell me. I didn't, I didn't I, get this he call. He didn't call you? No. He should call you. He goes... On Easter Sunday. On, he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, he goes, I'm sorry to bother you on Easter. Did Buzz change his password because he wrote a new one on the side? And I was like, he's all, did he go over it with you? What his new no. password is? No, Daver needed to no. get into my computer for some reason. It wasn't that important. It took me a total of about three minutes today. I'm sure that Daver took like three hours on Sunday and called everybody. But occasionally what I'll do, when I write it down, I'll, I can remember, oh, I transposed a couple of characters or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that when, like, and that I can remember. The whole password I can't remember. So I'll like juxtapose a couple of characters or something, but I can't remember what it is unless I'm sitting down looking at it. So that's what that was all about. Daver was going down. No, could it be an O or a zero? So he's going through this whole thing. He would have been willing to do it all day Sunday. He would have, he would have done yeah. it for three hours. And I told him, he's dedicated. Right. It's just not that big a deal, Daver. I got to go in and eat some ham. <laughs> and then later show a picture of my steak to my friend yeah. <laughs> thank you it looked delicious buzz who was the person that said you know what instead of doritos i'd like the water crackers kevin <laughs> the, the second biggest naka at the station <laughs> now the whole premise oh was God. i wanted to show these guys it's like you want to see what a big redneck i am and I took a picture of my food, which I've always thought is incredibly stupid, but it's a juicy, rare steak with a handful of Doritos and guacamole on the side. Yeah. And I thought, eh, that's just... Looks delicious. I thought you were trying to show us that you invented something no, new. No, no, no. I was just showing you, look at the level of knockiness that I've gotten to. Yeah, that looks great. <laughs> The guacam in the picture, the guacamole looks a little brown. It did not look that. It didn't look brown like that in real life. No. <laughs> I just want you to know. It's the camera. It's totally the camera. Uh, Joanna, entertainment news. What do we have on the way today? Oh, I forgot. <clears throat> it looks like we're getting more information on that Sandy Newton thing where she exited Ma Magic Mike. There's now reports saying that that fight she had with Channing Tatum is false, but she is heading to rehab. Because apparently she had a breakdown that caused so much disruption on set. Oh, no. What kind of rehab? Um, like a drug or alcohol thing? It does or not just say what kind like of emotional? rehab. Okay, so the story that I think mm -hmm. Nico hit us with at the end of the show on Friday was that 
Channing Tatum and Thandie Newton had gotten in some big blow up over the Will Smith slap. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, somebody might have said they had an argument and that's why she's off the deal. But that sounds like a, you know, a straw that broke the camel's back type of situation. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, nobody's like, hey, we have a perfectly great working relationship other than I'm, one team disagreement. Chris, I'm team Chris and he's team Will. Or how, And that's the thing. We were trying to figure out who was team who. Yeah, they really say. Um, but it looks like uh, she's checked into rehab for something. Right. Okay. Something. For something. I'll I'll find more. Well, judging from Westworld, she was addicted to getting naked all the time on that show. She was on Westworld? Yeah. Who is she? (laughs) She was like the leader of the rebel androids or whatever the hell they were. I guess they were androids. Right. Did you ever watch Westworld? Just the first season. She's the one who looks exactly like Thandie Newton on that show. Oh, that one's... <laughs> that was her? Yeah, the one who the really one looks, looks like Thandie like Newton. Thandy Newton. Yeah. It's actually Thandie Newton. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm glad we could crack that case. <laughs> Boy, this show could be a real roller coaster of a ride today for a lot of reasons. I really would. Um, all right, so we've got a lot coming up on the show today. Didn't you say that... Entertainment news is going to have a Florida man game? Yes, I have a Florida man game for you in entertainment news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. But, but, but Florida man game is for the true crime report. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's one in entertainment. All right. Uh, congratulations to Arturo Rivera, who we got to hand one of those Aww. gigantic winner's checks to last week. Adorable. They were so cute. Uh, yeah. Arton, uh, his uh, wife came in and collected their check for the home improvement giveaway. Aww. GECU and the Town Square Media family of stations say thank you to everybody who entered. We had hundreds of entries, and from all of the eligible entries, we drew art at random out of that pool. And uh, he he really needed the $10,000 because he had tried to do a DIY mm-hmm. shower project that didn't work out very good. So Supposedly he, he made to, his wife a cave. Yeah. It was supposed to be like a spa shower, but it ended up being more like a cave <laughs> uh, with a shower head in it. So uh, Art said that he's definitely going with pros this time. And he's going to use that $10,000. <laughs> so congratulations to Arturo Rivera. And uh, thanks to everybody who entered. And speaking of money, we're going to have more cash code keywords on the way today. Starting at 8.15 is going to be your first cash code keyword. Be listening for that. And uh, every time you get a new keyword, it's like another entry. So, you know, it's like buying an extra lottery ticket, so to speak. But take the keyword, enter it on the KLAQ mobile app under Go Fund Yourself. So look for the Go Fund Yourself money bag. Click on there and uh, enter the cash code keywords as you get them and our first one is headed your way at 8:15 this morning. We got a lot on the way today, a lot coming up. And uh let's get the show started with our Monday song. We're going to have today and sound clips on the way in just a moment. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Sunny and warm today. No rain in the forecast. It doesn't look like for the week. 93 for the high temperature this afternoon. Joanna, would you would you think it's too cold to get into an unheated pool no. still you think like okay it's it's warm enough yeah i bet you it is it's gonna be freezing <laughs> yeah. oh really yeah it takes a lot to warm those pools up like you need a lot of sun like hot sun on it <laughs> i think you gotta have like five consecutive days in the 90s 
But then at night, it's still getting down, like in the fifties. Oh, here it's still cool, very cool at night. I yeah. th- I saw some videos of people who like had a pool party for Easter, and you know, kids in El Paso are jumping in the pool. Oh, That's the one cold. thing that kids have a higher tolerance for pain for is like a very cold pool. Kids don't care. They would jump out in that pool in January <laughs> if you told them they could. For sure. Uh, Going to have a true crime report on the way later this morning. Let's see what else we have on the agenda. Haunted Easter egg hunts are a thing now. Yeah, yeah Joanna told us about it last week. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you read about the same one that I'm that I'm reading about here. Actually, didn't you have a whole article about it, Joanna? I did. Yeah. yeah. Is it in Michigan? Uh, where the hell was it in? No. Oh. Well, your article is that we should we should bring it here, right? Yes. I think El Paso would be great for a haunted Easter egg hunt. Okay, so this isn't just like a, a unique thing. Other people are having them. hmm This coming weekend in Michigan, there's going to be an Easter egg hunt at night featuring zombies. So you're hunting for Easter eggs while avoiding, I guess, the zombies. It's called Fear the Money. Here's Scott <laughs> Hageman, creator of the haunted Easter egg hunt talking about it. And they'll be waiting. Hmm. Oh dear. They'll be waiting. The Easter Bunny accidentally handed out condoms at an elementary school last week in Austin. <laughs> Good for him, promoting positive sexuality. Well, it was an elementary school. Okay, never mind. Uh, somebody dressed up as the Easter Bunny handed out plastic eggs at an elementary school in Austin. No candy inside, but some of the eggs contain unopened condoms. At least they were unopened. <laughs> it ended up being a parent who was dressed as the bunny, and she says it was an... What, Nico? You don't want to open your egg and it's like an open, used condom or something. Ugh, used. You see? Gross. <laughs> you it thought, didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> you thought Cadbury eggs were the only thing with a gross center. Exactly. <laughs> But do you oh, want to? Oh, I was going to bring you guys some Cadbury eggs. They make minis now. Yeah. Cadbury egg minis, and that Someone wasn't bad. My house took Cadbury cream eggs, and I was like, "How did this swill get in here?" <laughs> okay, so the person dressed up as a bunny, it turned out, was a parent, and the parent said it was just a big misunderstanding. Oh, it's like those were for my adult egg hunt. I'm so sorry. Well, sort of. The parent who was in the bunny costume works as a pharmacist and had done an Easter-themed safe sex clinic earlier in the day. So I guess it was appropriate to give out eggs with condoms. Earlier. Yeah. She was still in costume when she went to pick up her second grader and all the kids mobbed her. So she called her husband to bring her some eggs to hand out. Hmm. He, this is starting to sound kind of like a reach to me. Wait a minute. You showed up in your bunny costume, so then you called your husband to bring you eggs. Well, he grabbed the wrong eggs that were left over from the safe sex clinic. So she's claiming she handed those out without realizing the school sent a letter to parents to make sure they knew that handing out condoms to elementary age kids was not a sanctioned event, and the school had nothing to do with it. Mm. <laughs> it's just the worst chewing gum I ever had. It never loses its flavor. 
<laughs> I'll have to break this out on you a little bit later. <laughs> okay. That's a terrible segue from a condom story. Elder <laughs> elder millennials are calling out false millennial stereotypes. Okay. Would you guys consider yourselves yeah. elder millennials? No. I think a society considers us elder millennials. No, we definitely aren't. Like, I think we are middle. Like, I know middle millennial. Yeah, there's millennials who are like in their thir- late late thirties. Do you think a forty year old could possibly still be in the millennial um, I think age that's range? Nineteen eighty three. I think Joanna. I think is. Yeah, it's like the cusp of it. Nineteen eighty four. You have to be born in. Wait, 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 really? Yeah, I think that's the millennial term. I want to say it's like 81 or 82. There's got to be some gray area there because we were called Gen X. So that would have been like 88, 89 when they started saying Gen X. And if you're saying somebody was born in 83, well, they only would have been six or seven. uh, So what's your what year were you born in? Uh, Dude, I know what I am. Why don't you look up what you are? I'm a Gen X. Yeah. (laughs) So you're definitely born in 1965. Um, no, that's incorrect. <laughs> we're millennials. I was 19- definitely born after 1965. 1981 to yeah. 1996 is when you can call yourself a millennial. So the ages of them right now are 26 to 41. Ooh. So there are millennials out there that are 41. Yeah. Well, this is an elder millennial. So okay. I would say anywhere between the ages 36 to 41. Yep. Shooting down millennial uh, stereotypes. Okay. And I thought I'd get your response on that. Tax day is here. I've got some tax day facts and stats for you. And uh, in case you're wondering, Jack in the Box's Pineapple Express Shake has nothing to do with the Seth Rogen movie. It's so good. Have you had it? Yeah. Did you think of the Seth Rogen movie? I did, yeah. Especially because 420 is coming up. Right. And I thought, wow, Jack in the Box really knows their audience. There's this special wind off of Hawaii that makes this Jack in the Box way better. This is not coincidental <laughs> at all. Jack in the Box is offering the shake for 420 on 420. Ah, uh, okay. Sweet. Which 420 sounds like an expensive freaking milkshake. No. I mean, the one they got in Pulp Fiction, and that was 30 years ago, was $10. Five. Oh, yeah. Was it $5? I thought it was $5. You're right. It might have been like, I got to taste what a $5 milkshake tastes like. Uh-huh. <laughs> it don't have no alcohol in it or nothing. <laughs> was it a $5 or a $10? I think it was a $5 right. milkshake. $5. So four twenty for a milkshake doesn't even sound like that great a deal. Um, Seth Rogen came out and said that the Jack in the Box Pineapple Express uh, milkshake has nothing to do with this movie. He said, quote, we had nothing to do with this, and we weren't asked if we wanted our film associated with this. And obviously, if we did a tie-in, it would have to be to promote those bizarre effing diarrhea-inducing taco things they sell. <gasps> yeah. How dare you, Seth Rogen. Not going to call Jack the Box tacos, Seth Rogen. Right, and they are delicious. I think the stoner knows. I think Seth Rogen would know that. But I just got them the other week, Joanna, and Buzz and I were looking at them, and it was pretty much half grease at the bottom. What, the the tacos? Tacos, There's a big debate. Is there any meat product in those tacos? Every time we talk about this, we get a bunch of calls of people that are like, you know, that's not real meat, right? It's like soy or something. No, that's real. Those tacos from Jack in the Box might be vegan, for all I know. 
what do you think it is? Ground meat? Ground yeah, beef? Yeah, ground beef. No? I don't think so. No, no. it's just the sludge. Right. Oh, we need to get one and forensically open it up and take a look at it. <laughs> yeah. Because For I, research purposes. I might consider being a vegan if they had vegan options that were as good as the as the tacos at Jack Okay, they the call butter. it beef filling. Yeah, what is that? Oh, weird. Oh, wow. They contain real beef, chicken, and Worcestershire sauce. You know what I bet these are? People these... have a misconception about their tacos that they might have some plant-based protein in them. Like like a soy type of thing. They're not vegetarian, though. Oh, okay. But they do have soy. Well, one, one thing I'm reading is... You know that, that mixture of, oh, what did you say, beef and chicken? soy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 41% beef. And not even telling you what part it is. You know what it is? Probably just parts. Yeah. It's probably like the leftover residual stuff. And I'm not even parts. knocking them. No. They're, they're, they're still great. Good. Somebody's, no in, they, somebody's no, in the bite of one right now. No wonder they can sell two of them for a dollar. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jack of the Box is offering the shake for 420 on 420. <laughs> so it's obvious they're trying to associate it with Pineapple uh, Express. They really know their audience. It's real good, though. Recommend it. And at uh, Dulles International in Washington, D.C., CBP officers discovered bat meat in a traveler's uh, baggage. Oh, my God. Bat meat. Three da, 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 and a da, 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 half da, 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 pounds da, da. of bat meat. Three? That's like 80 million bats. <laughs> they're so little. Oh, yeah. They're like little. They're hummingbird size. Three and a half size. pounds? Do you know how many bats that is? How many bats had to die for that? <laughs> I, I wonder where the you know there are some bats that are pretty big like we oh, have yeah. these little thumb sized bats in El Paso but there are bats that are definitely the size of rats somewhere in the world I thought they were the size of Dracula um, the charred meat was found in the baggage of a passenger from Maryland arriving from Ghana so these must have been Ghana Rian bats. Gonorrhean bats. <laughs> Bat meat is considered bush meat, which can, can which can carry infectious diseases. And don't forget they kind of pinned coronavirus on it for a long time. But uh they destroyed the meat. You're not supposed to bring uh bat meat. It is not BYOB. <laughs> bring your own bat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. And this hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoos. Check them out on social media or at pumpinginc.com. Uh, How do you not? That, huh. that is the greenest you see this right here? I've ever seen. <gasps> is that a pistachio one? Oh, that must be why it tastes good. Yeah. I have the same one in you, my lunch box I asked right Nico now. why his muffin was so green, and he said, that's not green. I actually can't tell it's green. To oh, because you're colorblind. Are you? So, yeah, it I am. is, yeah. But, and I told him, no, it's like a bright mm -mm. day glow. Yeah. Yeah, it, looks, it is. I have one It looks like a soft too. yellow to me, like a very soft yellow. Really? Yeah. It's super green. What color do you think tennis balls are? Oh, let's not get into that, Buzz. <laughs> yellow. Okay, you're right about that. <laughs> They're green. But you don't, you think tennis balls are green? They're like a bright green, all right? They Neon might green. have some that are like have more of a greenish tint, but your standard tennis balls are 
yellow. I but that's a green that muffin. muffin I couldn't tell what flavor it was. It tastes really good. Yeah, very, I have very the good. same muffin. It's almost vanilla, maybe? Speaking of tennis but balls, no, it's pistachio. tell me what you think of this since the okay. topic of tennis balls came up. Okay. <laughs> I've now made it. When I go on my bike ride, if I see anything that looks discarded but usable, okay. I'll pick it up. You will? Even if it's like a single worker's glove. Mm. What? Just, Why would you take one glove? I I just decided that's You're what I'm going to do. You're just one step closer right? to being the hoarder that you've always been meant I'm to be. I'm just going to scavenge. <laughs> You're just is it in bounds if I drive too really close to or ride my bike close to the country club and there's tennis balls that they knocked over the fence and I just take the tennis balls? Or yeah. when you pick up Technically things, it's out of bounds. You just hold them? <laughs> hold them. What do you do? I got a big bucket at home. I put everything no, in. No, how do you transport uh, it back? Yeah, when you're pockets. Pockets. So it all has to be pockets. You're going to have to start traveling with like a backpack. I don't know. I found a set of nunchucks one time and I totally took those home. There's a whole was... episode. <laughs> I just found some nunchucks. Like somebody thrown them off the side of the bridge as you go into Sutherland Park. So, Oh, sweet nunchucks. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the thing to do. It's like I'm riding my bike and this is just something to keep myself so occupied. Weird, but... No, it's a hoarder thing. There's a whole episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Danny DeVito and Charlie Day, Charlie Day. are just they going... go through the sewers, don't they? They go through sewers and then no, they go through uh dumpsters and they're like, Oh my god, look at this coat. Can you believe anybody threw this coat away? And then they start doing that to every dumpster and then their room becomes filled with dumpster things. Yeah, so I got a dumpster box. With, <laughs> oh my god! You'd be surprised how many hats just end up on the road. This is dumpster box. Oh, gross! So what are you gonna do with all of this? I don't know. To see how long it takes me to fill up the. It's a barrel. Whoops. What the hell? Sorry, my computer was not muted. <laughs> a notification for you there, Nico. It's, uh, it's saying change your password. It is actually. <laughs> and I, I like every bicycle trip. I always find at least a gol- a couple of golf balls. And Buzz is like, ooh, free golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a golfer. I could use these. Buzz, yeah, but some of them are hoarding. Some yeah, of that's them, just a hoarder thing. Well, the golf balls definitely aren't. Have you seen an episode of Hoarders where they're just like, yeah, and then I go check out, and if it looks like it's still usable, I take I just it. take it. The Hoarders I always see, it's like it looks like the person hasn't left their trailer, <laughs> and it's always a mobile home. You're five years away. And, and they've got newspapers stacked up, and they've also got cats, and then eventually they're like, we're getting rid of these newspapers, and they go like, it's a dead cat! And the hoarder says, that's what happened to Paws. Mm-hmm. Hoarding, so, hoarding comes in many ways. Well, especially when it's like, you know what? One glove... I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm just going to take that because I, I bet I could use that <laughs> I somehow. I bet I could find the next, the other glove tomorrow. I may not find the, the match, but I might find the opposite hand. Then I've got mixed match gloves. Who wants those? You've already got Look, regular dude. gloves. But At some point, once the, once the once the hoarder barrel gets filled, I always have the option the to just put it in the... hoarder barrel? Yeah. No, but then you're going to be like, Nico, I need you to help me dump all this into the dumpster at work. Yeah. <laughs> I can always throw it out. I can always tell when Buzz needs to throw out trash because he brings his truck. Yeah. And then I just see bags in the back. And then he's I got like, permission to do that, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I didn't get permission. The, the last time, I think there was a sink that we had to put in there. A or, sink? Or, yeah. There was definitely some plumbing Everything supplies. Everything but the kitchen sink does not apply here at all. 
<laughs> well, you know what had happened? What? I had paid some guys to do some work on my bathroom, so they took out a couple of fixtures. And I didn't know that they hadn't hauled them off, so I found them over on the other side of my house that I never look at, and they were just sitting oh out there. He's like, I never checked the east wing of the house, yeah. but there they were. It's a long sojourn over there. Along with a rose with petals falling, <laughs> encased in a glass. Is he beast? Yes. <laughs> Today is tax day. Uh, I've got a few facts and statistics about taxes. All right. You got to file, even if you feel like you didn't make a lot of money. So I've learned. <laughs> Still on you. Americans spend 6.1 billion hours doing taxes each year. Total. And sometimes it might feel like you're the one doing all the 6 billion hours, but that's everybody. Uh, the average person spends 13 hours and $240 completing their personal taxes. Dude, if you're going to spend $240, it should you just get somebody to do it for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. True, yeah. Like a lot of those there's a lot of those places they advertise on TV is like you do what you like to do and we'll handle your taxes. It's way less than $240 for them to do your taxes. Why would you spend 13 hours and $250? Yeah, it doesn't make If you sense. didn't spend the $250, you might end up spending 13 hours, but then the next year you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to pay somebody 50 bucks or whatever it is. As of two weeks ago, only 71% of people had filed. I'm floored by that, that that many people, that 71% of people who had to file for taxes had done it two weeks ago. So when, when I read headlines that say, oh my God, the IRS is going is trying to get through you know, millions of backlog tax returns right now. They're just backed up. They have, you know, they can't even, they can't even get through their old stuff. When are they going to get to this one? When we file this year, when are they going to get to that? Yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing that may keep the thing making me think, well, maybe I don't have to. <laughs> they're behind anyway. Yeah, so they're why behind. Do, why can't I they, be behind? If they're late, why, why can't, can't I be, I be late? Behind? Would you believe 90% of tax returns are filed electronically these days? Yes, I would. 57% of people prepared and e-filed their own tax returns. <laughs> what did, you, did you use, like, TurboTax or something? No. The IRS has a whole... So you just tax. went on there and said, here's what I made. Yeah. Did you have to attach documents and stuff? Yeah, you just upload them. Uh. <laughs> Ugh. No, thank you. It's literally uploading an image. <laughs> Over the past 20 years, there have been an average of 420 changes to the tax code per year. So that's 420 times 20 changes in the tax code. There are 4 million words in the tax code. Oh, my God. To put that in perspective, that's all of the Game of Thrones books twice <laughs> every game of thrones book that's the whole tax code yes it's obvious they don't want you to understand what's going on here right i wouldn't say it's to obvious. make it that complicated where it's four million words or is it a, is that how they keep cpas in business we're like oh well you have to really go to school to learn this whole thing and since you know it's so complicated it's so in-depth 
Why does the government just figure this out? You already take the taxes out. Why don't you do that while you you know what I make? Isn't that kind of their job? Uh, Who? Your job. Oh, our job? Okay. Oh, uh, our job. No, I'm just saying if the government already knows, like they'll catch you if you're lying or cheating or they're supposed to. Since they already had the information, why don't they go ahead and do it? Uh, how many people do you think wait until the last minute? Uh, 99.9. Nine, no, nine, no, 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 percent. As of the first of the month, seventy-one percent of Americans had already filed their taxes. Yeah, good job. Eighteen percent said they still had to do it. So, not as many people wait till the last minute as I thought. Sixty-two percent say they like to get it over with as soon as they get their W twos. Another twenty-seven percent say they hire someone to do their taxes for them. But 6%, if you're wanting to know like who the stragglers are, 6% of people say they wait until the night before they're due. Uh, 2% file an extension the day before they're due. Uh, 7% of Americans claim they enjoy filing their taxes. Who enjoys filing their taxes? Ted Bundy. <laughs> People who probably don't know they don't owe. And if you did do your taxes early, you can celebrate with an income tax cocktail. What is that? Well, I'll give you the ingredients. Gin, sweet vermouth, dry vermouth, orange juice, and a splash of bitters. Since it's a bittersweet day. so uh midnight's tax deadline great it's normally uh april 15th and then coronavirus threw us off schedule but it's back to kind of being close to the day it's supposed to be uh but i guess since april 15th was on a friday they decided to give us uh till the end of work uh till the end of the day on monday it's the buzz adams morning show podcast all right, welcome back to our Monday show. It is the Monday after Easter Sunday. It is also tax deadline day. A uh, number of other things. Probably need to do a Mo Show calendar coming up here before too long. I'm going to get to the neckline. There's a real war of words that's developing on the neckline between two neckline callers. Ooh. And I'm. I've come up with a name for one of the parties that previously didn't have a name. Okay. Anti-okie-dokie guy. Like, there's a guy that his thing is he hates the okie-dokie guy. Interesting. So, I think it's Things just been taken up a notch. Heating up in the Buzz Adams morning show. Elder millennials are talking about false millennial stereotypes. And we decided elder millennials could be like around 40 or late 30s now. Mm-hmm. You guys don't feel that you're in the elder millennial category, though. No, if there's ones in their 40s. But you would say you're in your mid-millennial? I'm a mid-millennial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's saying that elder millennials are in their mid to late 30s up to about 40 Here's some highlights of what these older millennials had to say. They don't like the stereotype 
that they're slackers. <laughs> that we don't work hard. We're the hardest working generation. We just got the short end of the stick. Yeah, you're not the hardest working generation. My generation wasn't the hardest oh working. We were not the hardest working generation. It wasn't the generation before us, so the boomers. It was whatever was before them. Those I, were the hardest working generation. I'm I'm sure it was like the Egyptians. I mean, if you want to go back <laughs> oh, that yeah, far. Sure. If you want to go back to the Egyptians, look at those pyramids, right? Yeah. That was a hard working generation. That was generation. a lot of hard work. <laughs> you know, another elder millennial says, I have never eaten avocado toast. <laughs> Good for you. Probably have high cholesterol. All right, as mid-millennials, you tell me agree or disagree with the with the sentiments as I go through them. Okay. okay. From elder millennials. That we're always on our phones. It's literally all the information in the world in your pocket. You can read the news or even books on your phone. I mean, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but is that what most people are doing or are they looking at TikToks and memes and crap? I mean, are you reading a book? I you could right read now. a book, yeah. Yeah. But I get what you mean. I mean, but at the same time, you have the ability to, to Wikipedia or Google anything. That's what somebody else brings up. You can look up why mom's printer is giving her that area code she's been complaining about for Error code. What do you think I said? Area. Area code. Error code. Error. Error. I meant to say error, error. code. Okay. <laughs> So if you see a millennial on their phone, they could be looking up, like, how to fix something. All right. Or, you know, if you're watching a TV show and they make a reference to somebody historical, well, just look it up on your phone and you get to understand it. All right. Other complaints from elder millennials. The overplayed millennials ruined such and such thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. It's pretty played out. Things millennials actually killed and are still trying to kill homophobia, sexism, racism, child abuse being normalized. Not talking about mental health and bad chain restaurants. You know, all the stuff from the good old days. Yeah, wait, who's who, who doesn't want to talk about those things? These are elder millennials saying, hey, I don't like this stereotype that we ruin such and such. The things we actually are trying to ruin are things like racism, homophobia, sexism. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've got to remember, as I'm saying this, imagine that I am an elder millennial. Yes. It's real hard. It's very hard. I cannot pay for college with my summer jobs. College today is a lot more expensive. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Except, aren't they going to make college free for all New Mexico residents? Yeah, thank God. Okay. Somebody said they they bristled with the stereotype that millennials don't have any DIY skills. This person says, I've been building things my entire life, and now I bought an older person's house, and I'm having to fix all their shortcuts, mistakes, and laziness. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> That we're snowflakes. Baby boomers can't hear the word boomer without screaming bloody murder, and they can't handle being told that they might be wrong about anything without throwing a fit. True. So this thing between millennials and baby boomers seems like a much bigger thing than the millennial versus Gen X. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the a lot of the animus from the millennials goes skips right past the baby the Gen X and goes right to the baby boom. 
Brothers. Uh, I hate the stereotype that all we do is complain about boomers and blame them for all our problems. Wait, isn't that exactly what the one before that was? <laughs> exactly what the one was. I love was that complaining they put that about one underneath it. It was That's what great. the two previous ones, because the other one was having to go back and fix all the baby boomers' mistakes on the house. So. <laughs> all right, you want to get uh, to a few neckline calls? Yeah. Sure. Love this the neckline. This is the uh, recorded line that we have set up. I had... 27 messages. Oh my god. That's a do you do you do you correlate that as a good sign when you have more calls on the neckline? Does that mean oh, we're probably doing better as a show? Well, I mean in this case I correlate it to being a Monday after a 3-day weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> What's up Mo show? It's ODG. The bumper music for the after buzz is good. Well done, Nico. This is the after buzz. Welcome to the after buzz. <laughs> this is the after buzz. Also, I really do like peeps. I'm Team Nico on the peeps debate. Yeah. This is the after buzz. <laughs> the after buzz is over. <laughs> okay, okay. Should I just isolate that part? Yeah. Add that into the what of okie dokie. Make an okie dokie remix of the After Buzz theme. So right. Nico found some royalty free music that doesn't just blow, and we've been using that. That doesn't just blow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, good morning, guys. Another show. I was passing through the weird also last night, and I was expecting to see some uh, terrible wildfires and stuff like that. I saw a lot of fam, a dear families crossing the street, I guess running away from the flames or whatever. I couldn't personally see any fires or smoke. I could definitely smell it, but because I'm not passing through right downtown where the fires are at, but I had in my mind that I would see what I can do to help out. And I stopped at the Apache Casino to, uh, Go in there, stretch my legs, get some coffee, and to my surprise, everybody's gambling. Everybody's having a great time. I said, oh, well, I'll throw 20 bucks in there. Let's see what happens. Unfortunately, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have luck at all, so I'm still playing the cash call game, so. <laughs> oh, well. Just want to share that. Bye. Yeah, you know what? That's interesting because... After we had reported on the McBride fire updates in Rio Doso uh, on Friday, uh, people had been texting me that uh, that they called into the Mountain Gods to see if they were still open, and they said, "Yeah, we're still open. Come on down." Where where is the fire? So it sounds like the guy was what's that? Is it seventy that goes up there through Rio Doso? It's like you take fifty four and then oh, you go through Alamogordo. I have no idea. You don't know. I have Google Maps. Right. You know. So why would you? Why would you? <laughs> a mid millennial. Ever remember Why would I have to road? remember those? Why would you ever have to remember a road? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Right. I don't need to remember that. Mm -mm. Okay. Oh, boy. And I've been booked at Rio a bunch of times. So it sounds like this guy was going through, but I don't think the fire's downtown. I think it's on the mm -mm. other, the far side. Like, I think it's called the McBride Fire because there's a little town over there called, a little community called McBride. Either that or actor Danny McBride. McBride flipped a joint out the window and started the McBride fire. That's what, okay, Joanna, that's from last week. That's a joke he's been sitting on <laughs> really? for like five yeah. days. And he's what? like, what do you think about this? 
the McBride fire. Danny McBride started it. (laughs) (laughs) This next call is uh, our, well, my take. It's about my take on relationships. Okay. We all remember that from Friday, don't we? Or should we recap how? Well, this was during the blip, which is what I call the moment where my computer just did a hard reset and I didn't have a computer for like 25 minutes. (laughs) That's the blip. We're calling that the blip now? Yeah. And so I just started going off about, oh, it was the Johnny Depp Amber Heard deal and about how their uh, couples therapist testified and told the, and I was just like, man, what's, why would you ever admit anything to a couples therapist if it could be held against you later in a court of law? And then we got into the fact that. I I think they probably tell you when you go into counseling, we need to be 100% honest I want you to, you know, and now the counselor got called up and was like, yeah, she threatened him and he would do this, that. And it's well, we like, don't know if she was called up or if she was hired by one of them or either of them to testify. Yeah, but she was the couple's therapist for both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Right. But then we were, it was revealed that somebody hurt you. And um, if you want to know who Friday's After Buzz is called Amber is the Worst. Not Amber Heard, Heard in my case. In Buzz's case, it's a girl named Amber that broke up with him in the worst, in the worst possible way. Is that the one where you cried? Yep. Yep. We all know this story, right, Joanna? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but you that's know what, what this... I didn't know about this, Joanna? What's that? That so she lived in a different town than Buzz did. This was like in college, right? And it was shortly after college. And she asked Buzz to drive fifty miles, or I don't know yeah, how long it took, about an hour, to get there. And she asked you to visit. To visit her so she could break up she with said, you. But she said, I have something important to talk with you about. And I thought it was like, hey, I want us to be a couple. I want us to take it to the next level. You know. no, so then he shows up. Him. She's there with another guy. That I'd never met before. And so it's the new guy and her basically uh-huh. telling Buzz, like, no, th- yeah, so it's not going to happen anymore. Awkward. So, so this... Told this guy, <laughs> I guess, is like a therapist or something, and she thought it would be a good idea if he broke it to me. So they're standing uh-huh. together at a table, holding hands, telling me, <laughs> I, I, and believe me, at this point, I thought, oh, this is, I could end up marrying this girl. Oh my Maybe God, you know, oh, Buzz. They're and sitting there telling me, started it all. Love hurts. Right. Uh, <laughs> Hi, so I was listening to you guys talk about love and the counseling session and, uh, okay. So, I forgot to mention, this is Kim, hi. Um, I mean this in the most respectful way it can possibly be taken, (laughs) but love, you're an idiot, because... (laughs) Just because you have relationship issues, apparently, over time with various girlfriends and whatnot, does not mean that everyone else does. Like, maybe you need to have a renewal of uh, your relationship every 10 years, but plenty of us do not. I've been with my husband for 16 years. And uh, it's not that abnormal. We are both each other's first marriage. Um, You know, maybe in in previous generations, when my my parents got divorced multiple times and remarried multiple times, although 
to be fair to them, the last one has seemed to have stuck for one of them for over 30 years. So, I, I mean, I guess I can understand where you're coming from. Clearly, you've been burned before. But the fact of the matter is, is that your experience does not the entire populace of the entire world or even the entire country make. On top of which... Um, sure, counselors are supposed to keep everything private. However, if they are summoned to court, they have to tell what they know. The same thing applies if you're summoned to court for any kind of trial. You know, let's say that you, you know, swore to keep a secret for your daughter, right? But let's say that she's on trial for something or her, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever is on trial and you're summoned as a witness. Well, you swore to keep that secret. Are you going to keep that secret, Buzz? You swore. You promised, Buzz, that you were going to keep that secret. Uh, let me stop the call just for a second. I would honor the previous promise. Like if I had promised somebody this just stays between you and I, even if I were called to a court of law, a court of law? I would not break that previous mm. promise. Unless it was like, uh, okay, if we don't find this out, uh, some... Like so, a homicide's going to okay, go unsolved. Okay, but now you're adding now you're adding exceptions, and now now you're kind of case falls. Because if you're saying there's an exception, well, you know, I would say it in this case, or in this case, or in that case. Yeah, if it were something, a court of law represents a higher, I guess, judicial authority, which they need. Yeah, but I'm not going to spill my guts just because I go in front of a court of law. I'm going to plead, you know, the fifth or whatever. What, what are you even arguing? <laughs> just that I was very disappointed that their couples counselors get up there and just, like, blabbing away, man. Blabbing. If I had promised my daughter I'll keep this secret, and then it was called, only if it was an extreme case where she was in danger or somebody else was in danger, that would supersede the previous promise. We if really it was need not, a, cu a couples counselor to call it or in. or we, You and I do not need a couples counselor. No. Just watch we what, definitely could use... So, as far as that goes, again, if you don't want to go counseling, cool. I mean, Nico's got it right. This is way more about you than it does about the counselor or the people going to counseling. The fact of the matter is, is that when two people decide they're going to go into counseling, it's because they want to get back to the place where they loved each other. They want to get back to a place of harmony where they can move forward together and be happy. And no, I don't speak from experience because I'm sure that's where you're going to go next. I've never had to do counseling with my husband because we have really good communication. So, I'm going to what, what do you mean where I'm going to go next? This isn't a phone call that I participated in. You're leaving a message. What do you mean that I'm sure that's where I'm going to go next? I mean, that, that does sound like you. Say again, um, it says way more about you than it does anybody else. So, yes, I'm sorry. I hope your life gets better. Oh. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> you know the only thing that bothered this is so funny. you know the only thing that bothered me about Kim's call what's that when she said not everybody like you needs to renew their relationship I wasn't talking about like a renew I just want to make sure you know what I was talking about is when you get into a relationship instead of making it like a lifelong commitment you ought to say yeah, 10 years 10 years or 5 years and then you get a no fault like I think everybody ought to be able to re-examine after a certain amount of time I and say, without any fault, you know what? It's not working. Let's end it. You I know. think the whole point of the conversation that we were having Something on Friday last was she was saying that there are people that can go for years and be together. Bullshit. 
<laughs> oh my god, bud. So the, she's calling you out for saying, oh, you only think people stay together for yeah. a couple years. I think most people only stay together because it's too much hassle. There's too much legal and property stuff hanging over their heads or there's kids. Love yeah, it does. It sucks. Love I've had the reds, the blues, and the pinks. One thing I can tell you. Love stinks. <laughs> Didn't oh, Robbie man. Gold sing that in Wedding Singer? Yeah, Didn't he, he did. do a cover of that? Yeah. All right. Do you want to hear? Do, yeah. Do you want me to save the calls for for the uh, the battle of the neckline collars? Collars. Oh, I'm excited. I to feel hear like this. we need a whole. Yeah, we need to That's, pack, yeah, pack that. Right. So it involves Okie Dokie guy and it involves who I'm going to call anti Okie Dokie guy. Or bizarro okie dokie. <laughs> uh, let's take a break and we'll come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. Find them on social media or at pumpinginktattoo.com. Can I have some news headlines uh, headed our way? In the 8 o'clock hour, entertainment news and also your first cash code keyword is just about 30 minutes away. Right around a quarter past the hour all day, listen for those keywords and then enter the keywords on the KLAQ mobile app. Find Go Fund Yourself with the money bag icon and enter the cash code keywords. The more words you enter... The more entries you have and the better your chance to win money. Every day there's a single $2,000 winner. And you could also win $10,000. I think if you win the I think if you're the $2,000 winner that doesn't mean you're not eligible for the 10,000. I think you could That's win a good both. Question. Right? I think you could end up winning 2,000 and then 10,000 on top of that. So but uh, be listening in about 30 minutes. We're going to have the first cash code keyword of the day coming up. Ah, I like this music bed. I like me some blues, you know. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good song. All right, you want to find out more about this uh War of the wor- words that's going on. Sure. Why don't you set it up? Okay. So we got a regular caller called Okie Dokie guy who I think lives in Midland, right? Yeah, Doesn't he talk about being in Midland? And he listens to the morning show. He listens to the AfterBuzz podcast. He listens to Joanna's podcast. And then we got a guy who hates Okie Dokie guy. Well, Okie Dokie guy calls the neckline very frequently. Yeah. And he's funny. He does. He says things, and he has a good voice, and he's actually funny. We believe he's funny. Let me see if this is the call. Yeah, I kind of. Lisa used to kind of annoy me because she knew oh. everything about anything, but now that Nico's on the show, he kind of annoys me because he doesn't know nothing about everything. Mm-hmm. He just burst out stuff, and he doesn't even know what he's talking about. Okay, obviously that wasn't the anti. That was. Did the you just feel like playing that one? <laughs> No, I just I couldn't tell which call was through. which. Yeah. That one just Somehow. slipped through. Uh, uh, this is an okie dokie man. And he's a snowflake. 
Aquí tengo tu snowflake, puto, para que me la chupes, güey. <laughs> corny, you're a corny ass dude, bro. You ain't funny. You're white people funny. Oh, my God. You, you, you're the type of dude that says jokes like like Kevin Hart to make white people laugh. And black people make people look at you like, what the hell? Is you yeah, no, no, nothing, bro. La pizza. All right. Apparently, that must have been very bad in Spanish. I got your snowflakes right here. <laughs> Just judging. Well, okie dokie guy definitely hears anti okie dokie guy when he calls in. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. I Googled Felcher. Um, I don't think most people know what Felcher means, but you know who is a Felcher? That caller that I triggered the other day. This is for him. Go felt your butt, you snowflake Nancy. <laughs> okay, okay. Go right. okie dokie, guy. <laughs> you really should have played the first back and because the guy called first. Right. He he started it. Yeah. And said, and he was asking us, why do you guys put why do right. you, why do you play him? Why do you play that? He's corny. Hi, I'm a gidoki man, and I'm a dumbass. Stop playing that dude, man. He's f***ing everything. <laughs> right, that was the one that set it all off. Um, I'm just going, trying to go back and forth between these calls to see how many I can get in. Yo, y'all were talking about Machine Gun Kelly and that he was actually pretty witty on his uh, diss track to Eminem. But Eminem straight murdered him. He is dead as far as his rap career. Okay. Eminem murdered him, all right? He's dead. So all he has is rock. So let him have something, I guess. <laughs> all right, man, he's got Courtney. So that's all he needs. Okay, cool. Bye. He's got Megan, he's not got Courtney. Megan, all right? You're thinking like, of Travis Barker. Oh, right. Wait, here, he called right back. To hear this message, message deleted. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> I said, he's got Courtney. He's got Megan. My bad. He's got Megan. That's better than Courtney. Oh, sheesh. Love so you, Stoner guy. guy. Love you, Stoner I Guy. I love him. Yeah. Okay, you had said that Ma- Machine Gun Kelly was a good rapper and you base that on this diss track that he did to Eminem who, who he saw as a hero. Wait, wait, wait. This first of all, I don't even think we were talking about this on on yeah, air. Was this a This could have been an afterbuzz. I think this was an yeah. afterbuzz. And uh yeah, I like showing the rap battle between Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem. And I, he he did write all of it. Machine Gun Kelly was witty in it. He did write it. Himself. Okay, but he is saying and tell me if there's any truth to what Stoner guy is saying when when Eminem answered back, he mur- he basically ruined Machine Gun Kelly for rap because he got him so good. Do you agree with that? Um, he Eminem's diss was way better, I think, and a lot of the people he's dissed before ended up not having a really good rap career afterwards. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly's kind of left rap. Though, he has, you know, I never thought about it like that because I thought, okay, he still has a great career. Like Machine Gun Kelly's in movies now. He's, you know, in a rock, you know, doing rock stuff. But yeah, he's not doing rap anymore. So maybe Eminem just kicked him out of the rap game. That had never occurred to you. That right? didn't occur to me, no. For some reason, you and Stoner Guy 
Same vibes. Uh, on the same yeah. wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. So you you could see that being the case, but you I were could. you were using it to cite how good a rapper. I do think Machine Gun Kelly, Kelly is a good rapper. But you think it's possible that Eminem destroyed him so bad that he just gave up rap? I also think that. Yeah, <laughs> sure. At least it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Why not? Yeah. Um, we were talking about the. Uh, taxes and the tax deadline which is uh, midnight tonight but I guess you can file for an extension I hear some of these like these tax debt commercials that they run sometimes on on satellite have you heard mm-hmm. those I have I hadn't filed with the IRS for 16 years it's like can, how do How's you get possible? away with that for 16 years Here's are you a, telling me there are some people like the irs won't even give you any attention until you've not paid them for 16 years but you know the commercials i'm talking about like we'll oh, repair yeah. your or we'll take care of it and you'll end up paying pennies on the dollar you know for a pay pennies service on the dollar. they advertise on satellite radio they advertise a lot of things for people who seem like they're flat broke <laughs> Like a lot of the stuff they advertise, I think they're targeting older people a lot. I, do, do you have like with the reverse mortgages and with like when do they, you have timeshare and you thought you were doing yourself a family <laughs> favor by getting into a timeshare? I can fix your timeshare, get you out of it. Like everybody's like on satellite radio, they're all aimed at people who've made very, very bad decisions financially. Um, But uh, the taxes are due. I just don't understand how anybody ever goes. I I always figure, hey, what if I just didn't pay my taxes? Well, there'd probably be like SWAT helicopters coming down. They'd be rappelling out of the helicopter. (laughs) We're getting that money. Oh, they want the rich people for sure. But they would. Never, I don't think that I'm even in the they category. Would never, I'm not in the category of what they would consider rich. They but would they never come after out, me. The they would never no, come after me. They only go after poor people because they. And this is oh, the truth. They know they, they can get them. That the rich people will get a lawyer, and then it's going to be a big struggle. So they'll go after. And when I say poor, I don't mean poor. I just mean not fabulously wealthy. I think I would still fall maybe into the poor category. Based on that. Anyway, uh, do you want some tax day dad jokes? Sure. Do you want me to deliver them? Yes. Nah, too bad. I got Alexa to do it instead. You're going to get dad jokes for tax day from Alexa. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. And here to bring us our top headlines of the day is Nico Ajimian. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. As of Saturday morning, the McBride fire has burned through 6,195 acres in the Galivan Canyon within Rio Doso and remains 0% contained. The cause of the fire also remains under investigation. But for some residents of Hull, including McBride, Snowcap, Timberline, and Fawn Ridge, evacu- evacuation orders were lifted as well. However, evacuation orders for Gav- Gavilon Canyon remain in place. And World Central Kitchen says its operation in Kharkiv, Ukraine, was hit by a Russian missile over the weekend. The charity, founded by celebrity chef Jose Andres, sets up kitchens in regions where food is desperately needed, whether as a result of natural disaster or, in this case, war. World Central Kitchen CEO Nate Mook said on Twitter that four of the staff were wounded. He added, this is the reality here. Cooking is a heroic act of bravery. Andres himself tweeted that the injured are fine and everyone is ready to set up shop in another location. Andres wrote, many ways to fight. We do it with food. 
Here's Chef Andres in the Ukrainian city of Irpin with the Ukrainian Forces Commander. The White House Easter egg roll is back. After two years of virtual celebrations, the White House will host children on the grounds today for the holiday tradition, which dates back to 1878. There will be some added fun to the educational event, too. The fun includes a talent show, a reading nook, and a cooking demonstration. Uh, The Bidens will be joined by celebrities including Jimmy Fallon, Ciara, and Kristen Chenoweth. These dumb PR things they do, they can get rid of this. Why? And the and the pardoning the turkey. Why are you so anti Easter? I really hate that pardoning of the yeah. turkey. You're such an old man. Every administration does it. All it is is PR, and it probably costs millions of dollars. You know, to think about all the everybody that's going to get credentialed to be on the grounds. Whoops. All the kids, all the parents, Jimmy Fallon. All of that's going to add up. You know, you're going to have extra security details because the president's going to be out there. And Wait, that it falls on tax day. I mean, just all of it gripes me. Why? Why do you sound so gripey? I mean, I mean they, I, they I, spend money on the on Air Force One, which is a huge cost. I mean, what, what's the problem with a little Easter event? That this is just a meaningless PR annual event. But you know the job of the president is a PR job, too, yeah, right? Yeah, but... Nobody cares. Do they? Or is that just you? I mean, maybe the kids have some memories of I once went to the... Okay, well... I it, once went to the Easter egg roll yeah. on the White House grass, but from a taxpayer standpoint, it just seems like a dumb annual tradition that they could just as easily not do. And they probably end up saving a million bucks or more. I, I guess that would happen if you didn't do any of the things that we would do in government. Or- yeah, you don't need to have like a $100,000 Christmas tree or, you know, whatever. Just get your work done. All of them. What are you oh. talking about? It's like you don't understand the president's like a PR job. It's like it's it's supposed to show off things and you're supposed to be doing things. Like what? what? Yeah, but if it's the same thing every year, what's the point? It's called tradition. Yeah, they're dumb traditions. Okay, well here uh, you just sound like a hateful. You just sound like a hateful, like old man now. These kids and their Easter eggs. Get back to work. Well, uh, it's (laughs) happening as we're speaking. Here's Elmo and friends at the uh, White House. Yay! Doesn't that sound fun? Elmo, no, that sounds fun, right? No, (laughs) Buzz. Oh my god. (laughs) So grumpy. Yeah, you are a little grumpy today. It's not like it's an original idea. They do it every year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the For turkey, 138 years. The turkey pardoning is the dumbest of all the things. Wait, wait. So do. you're telling me the fact that it's happened for 138 years, it's a tradition. Every president's done it. You're saying if you were the next president, you would go, what the hell is no, this? No, I'd be like, what the hell? No. Egg rolling? What a dumb, stupid idea. No, of course not, because Bye. I realize you got to you got to play the game. You can't be the anti-egg roll president. You just, you just so what are you, what are you saying? That it's just these dumb, <laughs> stupid <laughs> traditions that cost a lot of money and don't mean anything. Well, I don't know if it costs that much money, but yeah, okay, sure. I can see some people not liking them. Mainly the Grinch. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> All right, Moscow is threatening renewed missile. You know, you know what it's all. Like? You know what it's like. Oh it's like those military flyovers at a football game. There's no uh-huh. reason to have a military flyover at a football game, other than to remember your military. <laughs> you could easily have a guy for zero cents say, 
hey, everybody, thanks to the military. Okay. You don't have to have a $1 million flyover. Do you flyover. remember what a military parade was? Yeah. What was It was a place for people to show off the military, and you could look at them, and you could see horses going down. You could see you know your cannons and everything. It's normal. This is normal. I don't know why you're railing against normalcy. Well, you remember when it came out that the military had been paying the NFL? They had been paying the NFL for to, all those military shows let, and flyovers and sure, stuff? Sure, it's promotion for them. It's recruitment. It's And that doesn't aggravate you? Not one bit. Oh. Not one single bit. All right. I don't, I'm curious why it, it aggravates it, you so much. It was a lot of money, too. And it's like, I thought, at worst, I thought, oh, the NFL... You know, does this and and the government does it for free. I had no idea that the the money was going from the government to the NFL. I mean, to basically promote joining the military. I mean, that's what it's for. They're trying to get people to join. I think the recruitment, the military recruitment, has like a huge budget. It's a big part of the military. We're an all volunteer force. Mm -hmm. There's literally nobody made to be in our military. Yeah, and you'd think the NFL, you know, who wants to have as much goodwill as possible. Would do it for him for free. I guess that's what aggravated me was when I found out that the mil- that the government was actually paying for all this. What else aggravates you? Everything, <laughs> every last thing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Moscow is threatening renewed missile attacks on Kiev, where the bodies of more than 900 civilians were found. Most had been shot dead, police said, and likely just simply executed. And more bodies are being found every day under rubble and in mass graves, say officials. Ukrainian Prime Minister Denis Shimal said Sunday in an exclusive interview with ABC News over the weekend that the besieged city of Maripol has not yet fallen, despite Russian demands that the Ukrainians surrender. There are still our military forces, our soldiers, so they will fight until the end, Shimal said. Maripol is a strategic city for Russia because it allows... Russian forces in the south to connect with troops in the Donbass region. It would also give Russia a key port. Zelensky said Russian troops in southern Ukraine have been carrying out torture and kidnappings, and he called on the World Sunday to respond. No, there's no audio clip for that. All right. (laughs) President Joe Biden's administration has announced plans to resume drilling on public land, flipping on a 2020 campaign promise while also angering climate activists. The Biden administration set to restart the sale of off of onshore leases for oil and gas drilling on federal lands with 144,000 acres of public lands up for lease in nine states. That includes North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Alabama. Days after the subway shooting in Brooklyn, New York, City Mayor Eric Adams told ABC This Week anchor George Stephanopoulos that the recent increase in crime extends beyond his city, calling it a national issue. You know, I say over and over again, there are many rivers that feed the sea of violence. This is a national issue, Adams said when pressed by Stephanopoulos on the rise in major crimes within New York City this year. It's not a red state, blue state. In fact, red states are experiencing a higher murder rate than blue states, according to Frank James. Frank James, 62. Wait, according to Frank James, according to Eric Adams. According to Eric Adams, I'm sorry. Frank James, 62, was charged with committing a terrorist act on a mass transportation vehicle after opening fire on a New York subway car Tuesday morning. Ten people were shot, and the shooting launched a 30-hour manhunt for James before he called Crime Stoppers on himself. On Saturday Night Live, they said, uh, Eric Adams took, uh, uh, took credit for 
catching the subway shooter 30 hours after the man turned himself in. <laughs> Way to go. And what's this thing where he's, he's really deflecting the crime, the, rate, or the, the rise in crime in New York by saying, well, it's not just New York, it's everywhere. I guess they're really seeing a bump in a lot of uh, crime across the board, like like a 37% increase in crime. And then when it comes to... But, like, wait, this like, year alone we have a 37% increase in crime? That's what Fox News said on the way in this morning. <laughs> wow. And, you know, like auto theft is up huge. Huge. I think on... And I swear to God, on Fox and Friends this morning, they said it was like a 110% increase in... In auto okay, this is what I'm reading. It's due to due to some major increases in a handful of cities, though. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. average city saw an increase it in the overall violent re- crime rate, but it's not a as a general trend. Crime rates. It's not an across the board thing. Down, and yeah. you've got a few cases in certain cities where it's spiking, and New York City is probably one of them. Yeah, probably. All these blue cities. All these. Liberal cities. Uh, pretty much every city is a liberal city. I mean, even if you look at cities in in Texas. Austin. Well, Austin for sure, but Houston and Houston. Dallas as well. Like you'll see. So just imagine a big outline of Texas and all of it's red, except for these little circles of blue, which is what you've got in El Paso. You've got it in. Now, there are some red cities, but those tend to be smaller smaller cities, right. Abilene and Midland. so forth. Yeah. But hmm. um, I guess there are a lot of people would say, oh, you're defunding the police. This is what's going to happen. But they haven't actually defunded the police. No. I, 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 I mean, I've heard I don't know Joe, any sane I've heard Joe say Biden that. say six times in the last month, don't defund the police. Give them the resources they need. So I've, you know, I've heard, heard Biden say that. And Eric Adams is a former police chief. Right. Well, starting today, patrons uh, in Philadelphia will need to mask up as Philadelphia moves to level two mask precautions under its COVID-19 responses. Businesses and institutions can go mask-free if they require everyone on site to be fully vaccinated and check vaccine status upon entry. The city says the mandate is returning because COVID cases have increased 50% over the last two weeks. After making the announcement last Monday, the city gave businesses a week to prepare and put signage back up. The policy applies to all indoor public spaces, such as schools, restaurants, businesses, museums, offices, and government buildings. And the 126th running of the Boston Marathon is taking place today. And the city's streets are alive with athletes from all over the world who are ready to make their mark. This year's Boston Marathon will feature participants from all 50 states and 122 countries as well. I've done it 13 times, but I've not been back here in 15 years, said Renee Burke of Illinois. For some of those like me, it's our first chance to run Boston after six years of blood, sweat, and tears, said Justin Edel, who is from New Orleans. And finally, Pennsylvania authorities are searching for a portable nuclear nuclear device that went missing following a carjacking. What happened? They stole a nuclear device from a car? Yes. Pennsylvania authorities are searching for a portable nuclear device, nuclear device that went missing. Let me just say it one time. Okay. New. Mm -hmm. Clee. Mm -hmm. Er. All right. Pennsylvania authorities are searching for a portable nuclear device that went missing following a carjacking. The nuclear gauge is owned by construction inspection company CACS, 
and Company LLC, and is used at sites to help analyze the properties of building materials. When the stolen company vehicle was recovered Friday, the gauge was gone. Okay, so it's not like they got a bomb or anything, right? Not necessarily. Oh, okay. The state's Department of Environmental Protection said that if the device's sealed sources of radioactive material are damaged, there is a threat of nuclear, nuclear contamination. Authorities with the agency believe the gauge may have been damaged and urge anyone who encounters the device not to handle it. <laughs> nuclear. Okay. What were you going to say? Nuclear. <laughs> Listen, do you realize how it drove me up the wall for eight years when Bush was president? That dude couldn't say it correctly. Nuclear. Let me hear again. Nuclear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not perfect. Like, it still sounds very uncertain in the middle, but nuclear. Nuclear. No. Nuclear. 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 You know what you usually say, though, right? What, what do I normally say? Nuclear. Nuclear. That's correct. Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with the news, I'm Nico. All right. Very good. Thank you, Nico. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right. We're going to have another cash code keyword coming out in less than an hour. So about a quarter past every hour is when you can listen for those cash code keywords. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if all of them are going to be as tough as this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Foreign clothing brands. <laughs> Uh, there's an online debate over what bands should be considered classic rock and what bands shouldn't be considered classic rock. Oh, okay. This is actually good for me because, you know, I need to learn more rock. You definitely <laughs> do. And, Joanna, I had yeah. asked Buzz before. I said, tell, well, don't just make fun of me. Give me a list of classic rock, who I need to know. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's so many. I mean... I really can't give you a well, I could. Would this list do it? Would it probably be this list? Well, it's more about bands that are like maybe 25 or 30 years old and some bands that may not have... People just disagree over what should be considered classic rock. I had uh, I got a question for Nico Jimian, who is a stand-up comedian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes? Joanna, how many, how many stand-up comedy shows would you say you've attended in your lifetime total? Six. Six? Yeah. I've probably been to 200. Nice. But I've never seen uh-huh. the following. Okay. And I just want to know if it's ever happened. Nico, does a comedian ever, ever have to go to the bathroom so bad during a set that they just say, you guys give me five minutes. I got to go to the bath, you know, or just whatever. <laughs> Can't believe you ended up asking me this. He he, he he had kind of asked me this like off air on Friday, and uh-huh. I've had a weekend to think about it. Okay. Um. Yes. So before, so especially if you have to do a long time, right, like an hour, um, you would think, oh, well, what if that person has to go to the bathroom? I make sure to always go the re- use the restroom before I go. Sure, but everybody does. It's a ner- what if there's it's more of a issue? nervous kind of thing. But if there isn't. Okay, it is not normal. No, it is not normal for a comic to get off in the middle and be like, I'm going to pause this. Uh, let, let me go. Let, let's make it not so gross. Let's just say, you know, you got to pee real bad. Like, that's not as a f- offensive. I like, have, somebody's mm-hmm. like, you guys, give me five minutes. No. Talk 
Talk amongst yourselves. Talk talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. That's not normal. I have seen, uh, if you're familiar with the comedian Bobby Lee. Everybody knows who Bobby Lee is. I mm-hmm. hope everybody knows who Bobby Lee is. Bobby Lee, I think, has IBS, uh, irrit- irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, when he was here in El Paso, he did have some problems on the middle, being in the middle of his set, where he was like asking for the host, who was Adam Dominguez. Uh, another local comic from was here. It, but this was like at Plaza or someplace? No, this was at the comic strip. Oh, it was? Bobby Lee was at the comic strip recently? Yeah. No, this is probably four years ago. Yeah, but still. Four or five, yeah. But um, he was like, Adam, come back. Do like five minutes. I need to go. And he rolls off the stage. Rolls? Yeah, kind because of, he like... What, does he, he wear roller skates? No, like he... He doesn't even go down the steps. He kind of jumps off the stage. He really had to go. He really had to go. But he's got a condition. I think so. Yeah. IBS. Yeah. A lot of times you'll and sometimes they they they've started even showing it. They won't draw attention to it on the broadcast, but like a player who has to pee really bad during a football game, like the trainers bring out kind of like a screen and put it around him, and then they pee into something. Into something, yeah. like they have a portable a porta potty on the side. Or God, I hope they're not using the same the jugs they use for the oh. Gatorade. I mean, I hope it's a special. <laughs> That's why it's so green. I once bought a thing that they sell at a truck stop, but it's basically like a like a plastic jug you're supposed to pee in, yeah, so you a, don't have uh, to stop. It's called a urinal. Yeah, maybe it was. I've never used it, though. We also put them in, in the beds of people in the hospital. <laughs> but a, but other than Bobby Lee, you've uh, never seen it where his comic is like, oh, just give me a second. I got to go. Mm, I got to no. go. Nature's calling. I got to go. No, because by the time you're a headliner at that point, I mean, you've, you've performed stand-up probably thousands of times over yeah. multiple years where you've trained yourself. Your body is almost trained. You're like, okay, well, it, it knows not to do this now. Um, but you know, you do see comics drinking a lot on stage, right? Yeah, like that would be a good question for Willie. I wonder because yeah, I mean he's been doing it for like thirty something years, right? right? But no, never happened to me. Never broke the seal or anything. (laughs) Although that would be embarrassing. But a comedian like Bobby Lee, I could, I imagine Bobby Lee would just say, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I got to go take a, oh, yeah. you know, he just probably just called it out. Yes. But there might be other comics that weren't willing to do that. Yes. You know what Bobby Lee's on right now? Huh? That uh, reservation dog. He's on reservation dogs? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. He plays the local doctor. Just another reason to see it. But yeah. if you want to see Buzz's hometown as well. Reservation dogs is a Hulu original. That's filmed in my hometown. And they film it there because it's supposed to look depressing and everybody wants to get the hell out. <laughs> it's like that's the whole point of the characters is like This town's terrible. There's no opportunity. This town's dead. We're going to California as soon as we can raise some money. That's why you moved to El Paso, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean I definitely wasn't gonna stay there. I was going to move someplace. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what's weird, though? Like, growing up, I never thought, oh, I'm getting out of this town. Like, I just never. That wasn't a big deal. But I had friends who definitely, that's all they ever talked about. 
was, man, as soon as I graduate, I'm out of here and I'm never coming back. Guess who's most likely to have lived there for the last 35 years? All those people. Those people (laughs) are the ones who never left. Or they left for college and came back. I'm totally going to get out of here. BuzzFeed ran a poll and asked people, do you consider these bands classic rock or not? I hadn't thought about it. So classic rock is a format kind of really came on like in the 80s okay now they weren't talking about like buddy holly and the crickets they were definitely talking about like pink floyd the rolling stones and the eagles but when you think about it the eagles were you know their heyday was just a few years before that Mm -hmm. like in the mid 70s so i've always thought of classic rock as you know if it's like 30 years old and it still gets played a lot and uh, that, it kind of spans the generations. Yeah, I would consider that classic rock. So things in the nineties right now. That would be Yeah. About- so like do you count, for instance, Green Day? Oh. Do you- Son of a bitch, it's not. You say it's not? If it says it is, I'm gonna be so I kinda would though. I consider it classic rock. They've been around for 30-something years, man. Oh, my God. You could, I mean, yeah. They've been around literally your entire life. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I mean... Now, why, why would it bother you to think that this is classic rock? I don't know. It just feels not right. <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. I just saw them not too long ago. <laughs> um... 85% said no, Green Day, not classic rock. Hell yeah. 15% said yeah, they are classic rock. What percent of these classic people, rock? What percent of these people were wearing Green Day t-shirts when they answered? Is there something like as soon as you call a band classic rock, then it's like, not cool they're, anymore. They're not making yeah. cool music anymore. They used to make cool music. Um I don't think that means they're not classic in the sense though. You can still be making new music and still be a classic. Like, there's th- tons of bands doing that, right? Yeah, but e- let's say it's circa 1990. Well, the Rolling Stones still put out an album every few years, but it's not like, oh, you can't turn on the radio without hearing that new Stones. They're an oldies act, <laughs> and they have <laughs> been for act. 30 years. Okay, but uh, ACDC. Classic rock. Totally, yeah. They're not on the list, but I think everybody would assume because they're Because it goes without rock. saying. <laughs> Nirvana, classic rock or not classic rock? Yeah. Yes. Well, well, they're definitely not, not making new music. I'm not asking you to tell me what you think the people answered based on this quiz. Just oh, you, you can, want my... Yeah, do you consider them classic rock? No. Yes. Nico, you don't count. <laughs> this is the unplugged Hell yeah uh, Version of Come As You Are <laughs> Yeah Yeah that's classic <sighs> That's classic 62% said no <laughs> And 38% said yes they're classic rock. Play the one about a box. 
heart shaped the heart shaped box. Yeah. Nico. It's about vagina. <laughs> it's about a certain vagina. Alright, how about this? Ah uh, yeah. Got no crystal balls. Spent it all. Is Sublime Classic Rock. I mean, I know a guy in a Sublime cover band, so Really? Yeah. Nice. What did what are they called? Because I always love cover bands that come up with interesting punny names. Do you know uh, what they're called? I forgot. Okay. I want to be in a sublime slash Jimmy Buffett cover band and call them call myself Key Lime. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, they're called Garden Grove. I wonder if that's some kind of reference that I'm not getting. <laughs> See, probably. I don't think Sublime has enough. I mean, they they definitely have some core hits. Mm-hmm. Santeria, uh, the one about the guy who's got a Dalmatian, that definitely is one. I got it. Doing time. Yeah, doing time's a good one. But did they have enough that they would be considered classic rock? Well, here's what here's what the people said. Ninety percent said no. Sublime is not classic rock, and ten percent said yes. Yeah, I don't know that one. I am kind of on the fence about. Now, what? See, it's also from the '90s. So, what is your qualification here? <sighs> Nirvana, yes, but Sublime, no. God, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't think of them as a classic rock band, but why wouldn't they be? Here's one for you. Okay. Is this classic rock? <sighs> yeah. Alone in a world it's so cold. Alone in a world it's so cold. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe I'm, I'm just, just like my, my father, father, too bold. <laughs> yeah. She's never sad is. She's never sad is. Here we go. Why do we scream at each other? Do you even know what this is? This is what it says. Look at it. Like he has oh, no God. idea who this artist is. Is this even rock, really? That's what I'm asking. I'm not even sure this is rock. I mean, no. I think it's it's old enough to be classic, but would you call it rock? This is what they consider rock, rock on like, this BuzzFeed list? They're asking, is it classic rock? And I think a lot of people are going, classic. it's classic, but it's not rock. Yeah. And Nico, you honestly couldn't tell if I offered you 20 bucks right now, who is this band? No, I couldn't. This is Prince, dude. And the Revolution? Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> met each other. This, this is what, what it sounds like. like. When doves cry. Oh, when doves cry. <laughs> okay. It took him a while, but he got there. Well, I knew the the dove thing. <laughs> <laughs> the dove thing. <laughs> All right. I got time for one more here. One more. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Nico's nodding like he's getting into the groove. Who's this band? I've never heard this song no, before, but that is, Bono, that is Bono and U2 for don't sure. Don't play dumb. I've never heard that song before, but okay. that is You've Bono and U2 before? for sure. Not willingly. 
I can just tell that's Bono yeah. from his voice. Classic. Oh, did I tell you what the what the people voted on about oh, Prince? Prince? What? Fifty three percent said yes, it's classic rock. Forty seven percent said no, it's not classic rock. Three That's like of the us closest. here ask, is it even wrong? Is it even wrong? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's super super cool. It's music. It's good great. music. It, okay. Now, how about you two, Joanna? What do you say? Classic. Yeah, classic. Fifty-six percent said no. Forty-four percent said yes. I was such a huge fan mm-hmm. of Joshua Tree, and then Rattle and Hum. Oh my God! I must have played Rattle and Hum till I wore out the cassette. I feel like there's a big butt coming up. No, no, no. but I considered them kind of a classic <laughs> rock band. Yeah. Then, right? You know, they were just like, oh, this is like a classic rock band, but they mm-hmm. were putting out these these albums. You know, fairly early, not as early as Boy or October, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. They were just kind of like they've always been classic rock since they came out. It seems like, which is a weird thing. Did I tell you? Fifty-six percent said no. You two's not classic I, yeah. rock. Forty-four percent said you yes. You said that. It's hard to believe. More people are saying that Prince is definitely classic rock than are saying you two. You two. Or Red Hot Chili Peppers, or even Nirvana. How about Guns N' Roses? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Eighty percent on this BuzzFeed say that Guns N' Roses are classic rock. Twenty <laughs> percent said no. But Guns N' Roses—they came out in the eighties, didn't they? Late eighties. Yeah, you know. Mid-ish to late 80s, and then really, really hit it big, like 88, with Appetite for Destruction. Okay, but U2's been around for like 10 years longer than Guns N' Roses was a band. Yeah. When was U2 together? Like 78, I want to say, was their first, 79 maybe. How old was is Bono? First, he's got to be 65, I'll bet. No. Yeah. Okay. That is classic rock. By the way, have you guys seen the new movie Sing 2? 61 is Bono. It's a bunch of U2 songs. It's great. Sing 2 is a bunch of U2 songs? Yeah. Wait a minute. I thought they, Sing 1, they they had songs from all kinds of different artists. Yeah, they have like a bunch of other different songs, but it mainly focuses on like U2 songs. Because Bono plays the lion. In Sing 2? Yes! Like, what kind of can you name me a couple of the songs they do? Did they do like Angel of Harlem, except it's a bunch of animals singing it or something? Dude, don't knock it. All right, it's it's a great movie. I was crying. Is crying? Uh, who was the guy who played the gorilla in the first one? Taron uh, Egger- Taron, Taron yeah. Egerton. Uh-huh. Is he back? Yes. What a talent that guy is. I love him. I feel okay. like he got the part playing Elton John based on the, his gorilla version. <laughs> I'm still standing from Sing One. Don't you agree? Yeah, probably. Like Elton John heard that and said, that's it. He's going to play me. That's the guy I want to play me. Yeah. I don't care if he's gay. I don't care if he's bald. I want that guy playing me. (laughs) And that's how Taron Egerton ended up being Rocket Man. talking about this animated movie? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Sing One? No. Then you shut your mouth. I'm not going to watch a movie where they, an animated movie where they sing songs already. Like when I could just listen to the songs. Yeah, see? This is what the caller was saying. Nico knows nothing about everything. I'm just saying I wouldn't watch. Wait, how does that mean that this? 
because you it's don't a know good what movie. you're talking about. It's really good, and the performances are really, really yeah. Great. What's wrong with do you just not like joy or fun at all? And no, think, it's like watching a cover. Why would you watch a cover? Because it's version? a good movie. And is it Rihanna you, Gazelle or something? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We've got entertainment news, and for the first time ever, entertainment <gasps> news is going to contain a what, Joanna? A Florida man yeah. game. Florida man Get game. Ready for it. Take a break, and we'll come back. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, when we get to uh, entertainment news with Joanna, she's got a Florida man game, which is normally the purview of the True Crime Report. (laughs) But for some reason, there's a Florida man game in Joanna's Hollywood Report. Nico, did you want to read us some messages off the app chat? Sure, we got a lot of messages about the classic rock. what 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 is now considered classic rock? Ian. Everybody seems okay saying Guns N' Roses is classic rock, which I agree with. Right. But I have a problem with Green Day. Why? Classic rock. I don't she, know. She just bought tickets to go see them. Well, I've seen Guns N' Roses too, but I was like, ah, oh, classic rock, Guns N' Roses. Green Day? Do you think... It just feels more like is, it's is, closer to my time. Yeah, and but... And I'm not ready when to there, accept when it. When Dookie came out, you were probably like two. Yeah, Probably. Or three years old. You know, I think it depends on how you define classic rock. I think there's a thing like, yeah, they were great and they had some great hits that I remember from either your childhood. But I, I would say anything like thirty, anything coming up on thirty years old. Also, exact- I think there's some kind of thing where it's like, well, their best days are definitely way behind, behind the board, them. right? Ahead, maybe. Like nobody called the Rolling Stones classic rock in 1968. You know, it wasn't until... But in 69. No, I'd say by like 78 or 9. Although they did, you know, Tattoo You was a great album. Well, uh, people in the chat are thinking (laughs) the exact same thing. Ian says, I think classic rock defines more of an era than an age of a band. I would consider late 60s through early 80s rock as classic rock. That's a good point. No, that just means you've gotten older. Like, think about somebody who was born in the late 80s. Right. Yeah, Yeah, to them... Pink Floyd would be classic rock, but to them probably Blink-182 would be classic rock, too. Um, Daniel says, I would extend it into the 50s, too. Chuck Berry, Elvis, all them. So it looks like a lot of people are looking for the decades rather than... Wait, they would say 50s that Elvis is classic rock? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't don't know about that. Jerry Lee, Lee Lewis, Beatles... Chuck Berry, Elvis. That was called oldies even when I was a kid. Like Chuck Berry and... Oldies. Yeah, that was known as oldies. That was the oldies. It was an old rock, though. You realize, like, in 72, you know what the number one new show on television was? All in the Mm -hmm. Family. Happy Days. (laughs) And you know what it basically was? Nostalgia about the 50s. (laughs) It was nostalgia for 15 years before that. Oh, yeah. But they didn't call... And American Graffiti came out right around the same time and it was nostalgic but I don't I don't know that anybody considers Elvis to be classic rock okay let's think about it this you know way. what I guess you can define it how you want to of course. right but let's think of it this way okay in and and this is from uh, Joe he helps put this in perspective uh, 90s was 30 years ago the 90s was 30 years yeah. ago if you were in the 90s 60s music would have already been classic absolutely so if you were living in the 90s, 30 years you before know, would be 60s music. Was, so today, yeah, 90s music is classic. If you're just going by the age of progression of things. 
when I came to El Paso, it was 30 years ago this year. And the Fox was a, was a classic rock station. And I heard him play Guns N' Roses. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Guns N' Roses isn't classic. And I would not have considered them classic rock back then. But I do now. And apparently most of the people in this survey do as well. All right, here's one for you, Joanna. Okay. Is this classic rock? Ooh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> because you might have to admit that it is classic rock. <gasps> oh, my God. Is it? I'm asking you. Nico, any idea? Take your best guess. I want to fly away. Yeah, who oh, is wow. it? Oh, wow. Good job. It's uh, who I w- really like want my older brother to be, to Lenny Kravitz. Oh. So very high. <gasps> Just like a dragonfly. Yeah. But you, okay, let me ask you this. You definitely consider Lenny Rock, right? Yes. But not Prince? Uh, no. You no. don't consider Prince Rock? No. But, but you, you do consider, consider Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz Rock? Yeah. Huh. But American Woman is a lot more rocky than... Than When Doves Cry. Than When Doves Cry. You know that's a cover, right? American Woman? <laughs> <laughs> Nico, no. Of what? American of American Woman. Woman. I mean, by who? Yeah. You almost got it right. But <laughs> guess, guess who? Is it the who? No, guess no. who? We are actually doing an Abbott Costello yeah, bit, and he that doesn't great. know. Guess who? I don't know. Guess who? <laughs> Elvis. No, guess who? The who? No. no. Yeah, it's guess. No. No. <laughs> okay, I'm getting frustrated. It's now. the guess it's who. Guess it's who? not. The, it's somebody called the guess who. Yes. It's called. The, somebody was called the guess who. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you're Abbott and Costelloing in real time. Yeah, you are Abbott and Costello. That's how little you know about this no, music that's format. That's how funny I am. Oh, that's great. I'm crying. 81% say Lenny Kravitz. coming out of my eyes. 81% say not classic rock Lenny Kravitz. I think, you know, part of it is I think the he mo- still looks so good. Good, right. And people are like, no, he can't be. The more his shirt is open, the less, I mean, the more rock I think it is. Okay. That bitch, Lisa Bonet, had both Lenny Kravitz and Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Dear God, I have seen the good you've brought to others. <laughs> she must have some. <laughs> she must have some magic going on <laughs> down there. Stupid. You know she must, right? Gross. Come on. What do people want me to do when we come back, Joanna? We've been getting a lot of requests. Buzz, new Thor: Love and Thunder trailers out. They want a trailer breakdown. Trailer breakdown of. Thor, Love, and Thunder. That's right. Uh, Yeah, I can probably do that. All right. I mean, it's easy to find. It's all over the internet, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, we'll have that. We'll have another cash code keyword about 15 minutes. Let's get a break in. And Joanna's also got a Florida Man game and Hollywood News. Yeah. Right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Nico told me about, I don't know, a couple hours ago, you said there's a Thor trailer Actually, all the it must have just come out all today. The, right? It must have just come out because people right. have been messaging us and and telling us you have to get Buzz to do this. Uh, His famous trailer breakdown. Famous trailer breakdown. Yeah. 
I can, I can handle Thor. What do you sure. mean you can handle Thor? Well, there's, there's sometimes times where people he doesn't want to do it. Want, well, yeah. want me to break down something? It's like eh, I'm not that big a DC guy, or no. It's like they wanted you to really do a multiverse of madness breakdown. Oh yeah, 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 that oh, one. Right. And you're like yeah, magic, Doctor Strange. That's pretty <laughs> far out in the weeds, man, <laughs> for me. <laughs> but Thor, you know, here's one of the things I don't want to put myself out like I'm a Marvel expert because my real expertise ended about the time I graduated high school went to college because I quit reading comic books. <laughs> there was just other stuff I'd yeah. rather buy with my money. Well, also age. you come from a, a you know, a time. And some of these characters came in later. You know, like in the 90s. That's, that's true. Venom was not a big deal when I was reading comics. Like he Ooh, was later. You missed a good era. Deadpool had not really become super popular. Well, he was, he was almost comics. made as a parody of a, a DC character called Deathstroke. Yeah. And they were like, well, we'll make Deadpool. Guardians of the Galaxy was a thing, but it was a very different thing than what they turned into the movies version. It was kind of a gag. <laughs> so you, you should explain to people that you come from like a mentality, a high school where it was like, if you got caught being nerdy and reading comic books. It was a shameful, books. shameful secret that right. I had to cover up. I hid comic books from the comic book store as if they were porn <laughs> in my coat. I would ride my bike to the comic book store. I can't let the kids at school know. Right. And like I'd really look around to make sure nobody saw me going in the comic book store. It was not cool to be a comic book nerd back then. Right. Now it's completely fine. But it was a closely guarded secret, you're right. You almost had to come out of the closet for it. Do you want me to do <laughs> the breakdown before entertainment news or after Hell entertainment yeah. news? Okay. All right. Up to Joanna. Uh, do you want to dim the light so Joanna can see oh, sure. from her studio? That was a little opening montage of Thor running as a child, then as a teenager, okay. and then, you know, as a more fully adult Thor. All right, he's in this scene, he's burying somebody and he's using uh, Stormbreaker, the axe, as kind of like the headstone for this grave. Okay. Probably Loki's, I would guess. Oh. Or did he bury Thanos? Because remember, he killed Thanos with Stormbreaker. The first time. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm going to say, I think it might be Thanos because you see these flapping things. Remember Thanos was on this planet and he was kind of like in a tent mm, after he killed yeah, half of the Yeah, but also a new Asgard is set on a coastal city, so this could easily be just be around. Okay, it, it okay. easily could be that as well. That is the Norse tree... Yggdrasil. Well, we're assuming it is. I assume it is, but you notice this is obviously not Earth because there's a sun, but there's another, another sun. sun. Right Guess here what? behind the tree is a third sun, and it looks like this is some kind of ringed planet. So this is not Earth. This has got to be someplace else. And I would have to compare it to what we know about that planet that Thanos retired to. Or, you know, this could be literally any place else in the oh. universe, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. The Norse tree would be 
in Asgard, right? But Asgard was destroyed. Destroyed, yeah. Because huh. well, Ragnarok already happened. Yeah, this is a, I'm, that's a poser, man. I don't know where they are. Does Thor have a top knot or a man bun? <laughs> he does. He looks like a man bun. Yeah. Didn't he have like that when he was? Bun. Didn't he have fat one when Thor? he was Fat Thor though? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He's got his eye back. Is it? Is the is the eye oh, still the eye. one that Rocket Raccoon smuggled out of his butt? Yeah, I mean, in his in his butt. I think that might still be his eye, his brown eye. That is. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been funny, like if he popped it in and it was just like a brown eye. Because Chris Hemsworth has blue eyes. You're so dumb. You are so dumb. <laughs> Got some nice. sweet classic rock there from Guns N' Roses. Look, he's getting back in shape. Oh, it's Fat Thor. Wearing his trucker hat and he's like... Yeah, um, but his trucker hat says something Avengers. It's an Avengers trucker hat and he's fat true. and he's working out... Like how you see ropes, those the ropes at a, at at a, a CrossFit. CrossFit yeah. yeah, yeah. except they're gigantic chains. Oh, that is the creature. It, so the Sur- chains Surter. are attached to Surtur, which is the creature that he defeated at the beginning of Thor Ragnarok. But it also destroyed, Rag- it also destroyed Asgard, right? <sighs> what, what the hell happened? Man, I have to go back and rewatch. <laughs> like he, no, he freed... Hell, his sister. When he defeated Surtur, that's what freed Hell. H E L. Yes. Well, he he let Surtur fight her. That's how Asgard died. All right. So he got back in shape. You see a new skinnier Thor. He is addressing Star Lord. Star Lord. I see Mantis there, and I see a bunch, bunch of, of Smurfs. A bunch of blue people. Or maybe these are really short versions of the Avatar aliens. They're blue. They're definitely... Oh, you know what? They're probably Yondu's race. Oh, yeah. Now that I think about it. Okay, on the same battle, on the same planet where he was burying somebody, it looks like he and the Guardians of the Galaxy are going into battle against somebody. Saw Korg there, so Korg is dressed up like he's going to do some fighting. That's the rock Korg guy. is his buddy from the Gladiator Arena, voiced by Tika Watiti. Thor, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> this July. Okay, we must be dealing with new Asgard here. Like, they must have recreated Asgard, or could this be Olympus? It's like a very godlike oh, yeah. city. Okay, there's a blue-haired girl wearing a bandana who swings onto this ship, which Thor is on. And I'm trying to figure out, I'd have to rewind it. Is that, is there any way that that's, uh, oh, what's her name? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, yeah. Mm, No, she looks like a new character. She has like this really dark mascara on her eyes. Yeah, that's not her. Are you sure that's not Mantis? That's not Palm, that's not Palm Mantis. Clementine? She doesn't have uh, antenna, antennae. Maybe they're under that do-rag she's got on. Well, anyway, he's making out with her, whoever that is, but we do not believe that it's Jane Foster. No. I think in this movie, Jane Foster's supposed to take over the mantle of Thor. 
like, and she's able to wield his hammer, which is surely going to look ridiculous. Natalie Portman's a great actress, but she weighs like 92 pounds. So you're saying women can't be strong? I'm saying it's just going to be hard to sell that that little thing nope. is lifting Thor's hammer. Just have to believe that women are strong. Ooh! Okay, You've, we've got Zeus, That's guys. Zeus. Yeah. So Thor has gone to Olympus, it looks like, and Zeus is holding a thunderbolt, and I'm guessing just kind of by the physique, I know that Russell Crowe is in this movie. I'm going to think that <laughs> Russell Crowe is... <laughs> You're saying the doughy physique yeah, is what I'm, gives I'm it off. That's what gives it away, all right. I recognize those bingo wings. <laughs> Do you know what bingo wings are? The, the, the when you holler, underneath. bingo! Bingo! And, you, <laughs> and your underarm flab is shaking everywhere. And it looks like he's addressing like a council, maybe like council of the gods. Well, no, he's the king of Olympus, remember? So Yeah, so it's all the Olympian gods. Oh, are we going to get Hercules? Hercules was a really good mm-hmm. character. Back Which some people coming. might be confused that Marvel incorporated uh, Greek mythology and Norse mythology. Yeah. All are actual like Somehow heroes. that's not cultural appropriation. <laughs> Wait, who was uh, Thor fighting there? No, he was giving a, uh, that's oh, he's, given, he's giving a high five to Korg. I thought he was fighting another rock monster. Okay, they're looking over the body. Was that like the... What the hell was they that? They have to be on a frost planet or... Um, they're on a cold planet, All wherever right. it is. They're looking over the the, the carcass of a humongous, like a, the size of a building, deceased animal of some kind. Could that have been Fenrir, <laughs> the wolf? <laughs> now they're back at New Asgard. So you remember in uh, Endgame where the Asgardians had settled in Scandinavia and Thor got fat. Well, they're back in that town, and it looks like they're having a city council meeting, and Valkyrie is on the city council, just judging by the images here. I'm doing my breakdown of Thor, (laughs) Love Love and Thunder. Thunder. If you're new to the show, this is what these things sound like. (laughs) I just do my best to describe what's going on. Okay, so they got a giant statue of Zeus. Zeus So that has to be Thunderbolts. Mount Olympus, then. All right. Uh, all right, he's doing this uh, rivalry thing with Chris Pratt. <laughs> you got the Chris's there, uh, Hemsworth and Pratt, and, no the, e- and the Guardians behind them. No Evans so far, <laughs> so we're one. We're short of Chris. Everything about this has Thor, a very eighties love and thunder. Has right, a very eighties aesthetic. The, the yeah, right. I saw so many kids. Right with that f- font, it's very. It was very common for metal bands of the '80s <laughs> to use that kind of font, and they're using a, you know, an older song by Guns N' Roses. Who is a classic band? <gasps> oh, there she is! Oh snap! Oh no! Yeah. Well, the Marvel universe is over, as far as I'm Here concerned. Here comes the girl to ruin things. There's Natalie Portman. Who doesn't weigh as much as the hammer, I'm sure, wielding Thor's hammer. But she's hammer. Wait, worthy, so. Yeah, what, Did they even have her work out? What, what are you yes. thinking? It's a magic hammer. What What are you talking about physics and working out for to hold a magic hammer, buddy? 
Yeah, I guess you got a point. If you're going to lift it, it doesn't matter. Like if the yeah, Holt can't lift it. Because she's worthy of it. Right. So he looks very distressed to see Jane Foster wielding Thor's hammer. Wearing some type of battle helmet. That's and... right. You've got Natalie Portman, the same actress who played a ballerina in Black Swan, wielding Mjolnir. She actually looks really badass. She does. I'll grant you that. And it looks like maybe she's going to fight Thor using his own hammer. It's kind of cool. Yeah. The sexual tension is through the roof. <laughs> he now. looked like he just fell in love with her all over again. <laughs> okay. Does that get your blood boiling, Buzz? I can't believe they brought a girl into the MCU <laughs> to ruin all of it. I've forgotten how much I really love Natalie Portman. But I really love Natalie Portman. She's hot. Not as much as Cat <laughs> Dennings, though. Cat Dennings is hotter. Don't talk like no, a nerd do it more. that it's me. Do it more. Nobody I'm Buzz Adams, and I am upset <laughs> about Thor, Love, and Thunder. <laughs> I mean, it's literally. Oh, Thor's a chick now. Thor's a yeah. chick. Which happens in the comic it. books. Mm. What? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Comic books. <laughs> was Thor a frog at one point? Because they had a frog Thor in Loki. That must have been after I kind of quit reading comics. Or an alligator Thor. They had an alligator there, Thor, a frog Thor. There, who is the frog Thor? His name is Throg. <laughs> of course it is. And what's Natalie Portman's character's name? Jane Foster. Femfrog. Femthor. Thor. Mm-mm. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, it's not weird. Just so you know, for most people, it's not weird to see a female Thor. Because some of them also read the rest of the comics. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'll believe you're sincere when you say it's not weird that there would be a dude Wonder Woman. That would be When cool. you're saying if they put out a Wonder Woman, it's like, guess what? Wonder Woman's getting a makeover. The word doesn't have the na- word woman in it. Well, maybe it would be Wonder Man. It's Thor is a, is a name. Would you be okay with the name Wonder Man? There I don't is like a the Wonder name Man. Wonder Man. He, was one of, he was like best friends with the Beast, and they were both members of the Avengers at one point. So there already is well, Wonder Man. A better argument would be is like, oh, if Superman was replaced by a... A, fe- a woman would it be another a girl, and they, well, they called her Superman. No, well, they don't. They, they don't do that. They give him a different name. Oh, because it has man in it. Yes. Yes. What I'm saying is, oh, it's okay. Change this character and make the character. If they now made a, a great storyline, then yeah, it would probably be cool. Well, and the characters get replaced. So Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, he actually is no longer the Sorcerer Supreme, and they they find another, you know, Doctor Strange. Uh, to, okay, to but me. she's literally Thor. That's his proper name. Thor is specifically. I don't know if they're going to call her Thor in the movie. I, honestly, I don't know if that's okay. what they're going to call her. I'm saying you can replace a male superhero with a female, and you're not allowed to bitch about it. But if you replace but the I female, really bitch about that's it. right. If, <laughs> if you made women and comics, if you made Black Panther Korean, all of a sudden people would have a problem with that, right? You don't know what people will have a problem with. Yeah, God. that's a good point. You really don't know. You what have a problem with it, colonizer. <laughs> I, I mean, you're, you're really comparing apples and oranges here. Okay, so, I think you're stretching. So obviously, I'm I'm paying to see this in the theater. I mean, so BJ's at the movies. No, not with you doing that ridiculous <laughs> caricature voice. I'll stop if you say BJ's at the movies, and we invite Lisa. 
We're going to invite Lisa yes. to BJ's at the movies. Yes. We were all going to go see that one movie, remember? And then we didn't. Remember? Yep. All right, BJ's at the movies for... Also, happy birthday, Lisa. Happy birthday. This is the fourth Thor movie, so I wonder if they're going to promote it as Thor 4. Thor 4. Thor 4. Thor 4. Thor 4. I don't get it. Why are you laughing? It's just dumb. Oh, it's so I dumb. thought it was supposed to mean something. No, it's just dumb. Thor 4. Four Thor 4. Thor 4. I don't want to call it th- Love and Thunder. I want to call it Thor 4. Thor 4. four. Her Thor. Yeah, nerd. That's what they should call it. Because Thor's a her now. Frickin' Thor. Thor. Frickin' her Thor. She, her. All right. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's so, give you the. Are you not going to watch Doctor Strange? Yes, I'm going to watch Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes, I'm going to watch it after yeah, all. I'm going to watch all of them. Oh, okay. The better to bitch about them. <laughs> <laughs> True that. You can't bitch about it if you don't see it. I need ammunition. (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're going to have your entertainment news. Let's take a look at the Mosho calendar and daily almanac of events first. Today is tax deadline day, April 18th. Deadline at midnight tonight. What happens if you don't get it until a minute after midnight? I can't imagine much because I hear some of these... uh, commercials on satellite radio where the guy's like, I hadn't paid my tax debt in 16 years. Yeah, I think that's if you're an example you want to follow. Yeah. Today is the running of the Boston Marathon. Birthdays today include actress America Ferreira, who's 38. She was Ugly Betty. Oh, Don't you know America Ferreira somehow? No, I know her husband. Oh, yeah. Oh, you she know married, the husband? Yeah, she married a guy from El Paso. So I know, I know him. Mr. Ferrara. No, that's incorrect. Uh, but America Ferrara, 38 today. Courtney Kardashian is 43. She's the Good little one, yeah. but the oldest. The, little, yes. the littlest, but, the, but oldest. the oldest. Got it. And she's with Travis, Travis Barker. Got it. Melissa Joan Hart is having a birthday. From Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She's 46 <gasps> today. I know it from Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm more familiar with that. Uh, so Melissa Joan Hart is 46 today. Actor and director Eli Roth turns 50. And actor David Tennant is 51. Doctor Who, he the was best the, one. He was the uh, 10th doctor. The current doctor, a woman. <laughs> oh my god! So You're so dumb. I can't believe Doctor Who is a woman now. I call it Nurse Who. <laughs> nurse. <laughs> so dumb. I don't get that one. Because women can't be doctors. Oh, nurse Did you who? not hear? <laughs> yeah, Conan O'Brien celebrating a birthday. Fifty-nine. Wow! Can you believe Conan's going to be sixty in a year? Also, Eric McCormick from Will and Grace is 59. Uh, comedian Jeff Dunham, the puppet guy with the uh, the dead terrorist puppet. Yes. You know that one? Yes. He's, he is 60 today. Eric Roberts is having a birthday. 66 today. 
Would I be going way, way off base if I said I? Man, it's not true. I was going to say I'd be more excited to meet Eric Roberts than, than Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts no, that's not true. That's not true, but still Eric Roberts is He's great. He, he's was in this past season of The Righteous Gemstones on HBO mm-hmm. if you catch that show. But he is great. He was also in Batman the Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, he was really good. Rick Moranis is 69 from Ghostbusters, uh-huh. Spaceballs, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Little Shop of Horrors, SCTV, The Flintstones. Oh yeah. He played uh, Barney? Yeah, he was Barney. Rick Moranis is 69 today. Actor James Woods is 75. And a birthday for Haley Mills, who was a Disney star that played uh, twin sisters in The Parent Trap. You know, it's also... Haley Mills, 76 today. You know, uh, it's also uh, another person's birthday today. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. know whose birthday it is? Uh, Lisa's? It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh. I was about to throw stuff at you <laughs> through that window. I thought for a second somebody was playing Lisa's laugh. <laughs> there she is. She's, Lisa Sanchez is over there with Joanna. Yay! Happy birthday, Lisa! This is my birthday present to myself. I hang out with Joanna. <laughs> yeah. Why would you, Why would you come this hour coming in on a Monday? First of all, I was here like last Saturday with Joanne at like 8 a.m. See, this is what you know what you're this starting to remind me meet. of. You're starting to remind me of the guy who graduated like two years ago, but he still shows up in the parking lot at the high school trying to troll. First of all, just because you're upset, you weren't invited to see Doctor Strange with Joanna and I, because we will be there at 3 p.m. Oh right. yeah, we will. I forgot. Wait, when? We bought tickets already. Today? What? When is it? <laughs> Look at him, he's like, did you get did you get sneak pat previews again? No, wait, no, 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 I think no. what he's saying is, I, is it coming out that soon? Like, when is it? May fifth, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, so yeah. we're gonna be sneaking margaritas into. So the, that's two you know. weeks away. You guys got your tickets two weeks in advance. Yeah, and yeah. we picked our seats. We were the only ones that bought them that early. <laughs> so it was really convenient. Wait, did you say you're gonna sneak margaritas in? Yeah. Where so, are you gonna go? I think they sell them there. Like actual margaritas. What, where, which theater are you going to? We're going are to Bassett. Are you going to go with us? No. She's going to bring She's got a good point. Like, look, the thing about sneaking food in, I'm totally down with that. <laughs> <laughs> but? But? I thought you were talking about like Alamo, where they sell their drinks. Why I would kinda, you do that? I want to yeah. kind of encourage, you know, because they they have a menu and everything. I would feel bad about sneaking food into an Alamo draft. Oh, yeah, no, How are you going to sneak in like real margaritas? Are you going to bring an ice shaker? Yeah, like we've a, snuck in <laughs> ice cream before. Yeah, I was going to say, we full on two scoops of ice cream in my purse. There's a whole mini bar in my purse right now. Yeah. Yes. I'd be Speak, like, hold on. I have Angostura bitters. Speaking of ice cream, <laughs> what happened to our Peeps flavored ice cream from Cold Stone that we were supposed to get I don't know. The lady today? hasn't messaged me back. Mmm, Peeps flavored oh, ice cream. Yeah. Well, just like somebody said that they were going to bring you Peach flavored ice cream. Yeah, they sent it on the Facebook because I also got that message. I was like, oh, I'm going to text Joanna. (laughs) Do you you, you still work here? Do you still work here, Lisa? (laughs) I think so. I think the the world thinks I do. Be honest. Does working from home make you lonely and want to hang out with us? At all. (laughs) It, It is so nice. I rolled out of bed at 8 30 to go to work at 9. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Wait, are you at work now? Yeah. Working hard, can't you tell? What the hell is going on? (laughs) 
Wait, so you're at work now at your former employer? <laughs> no, I'm at work at my 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 real employer too. Which is all virtual, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can do it anywhere. Yeah. So why did you need to quit this job? This is like, hear me out. Yeah. You could you be can making twice the income. <laughs> Time for entertainment, Hollywood notes, and headlines with Joanna Barbie. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Liz Sheridan, who played Jerry's mom on Seinfeld, died on Friday. She was 93 years old. This is the second Seinfeld mom to have passed away. Estelle Harris, who played George George Costanza's mother, died just two weeks ago. Liz was the only recurring character on the show to appear in every season, and she was on the first and last episodes. She also played the nosy neighbor Mrs. Ochmonek on the 80s sitcom Elf. And she was just starting out, when she was just starting out in showbiz in the 50s, she used to get it on with James Dean. Used to get it on, huh? Yeah. Uh, Which we learned is very different than Jimmy Dean. (laughs) Yeah. She wrote a book called Dizzy and Jimmy, My Life with James Dean, A Love Story. So she did call him Jimmy. Lots of people called him Jimmy. But Jimmy Dean, the Sausage King, is a different guy. guy is somebody else. That's a different dude. Yeah. Love his food. God, Nico. <laughs> Prime Video has just announced a new original streaming series that is a bit sticky. The Sticky will be set in Quebec and will focus on the ultra-Canadian incident dubbed the Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist. It was when it occurred, that occurred in 2011. The heist resulted... Nico, not funny. It resulted in theft of $18 million of Quebec's highly prized national maple syrup reserves. <laughs> yeah, no, it's hilarious. They, have, <laughs> they had sticky fingers. Yeah. The Sticky is produced by Blumhouse Television and Jamie Lee Curtis. Filming begins this fall. It's just so stereotypically right. Canadian. That's great. Well, it's the Great Maple Heist. The Great Maple Sorry about that. It was like if El Paso Sorry. was known as the site of the Great Taco Swindle. <laughs> swindle? <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Thandie Newton is likely headed to rehab after she dramatically exited Magic Mike 3 for acting bizarrely on set amid the breakdown of her marriage. Newton had been in London filming the third installment of the series, Magic Mike's Last Dance, and Channing, with Channing Tatum when staffers on set became worried about her health. Her agent flew in from Los Angeles to try to smooth things over, but on Tuesday, the actress was flown back to the States, hopefully to check into a facility. Multiple sources say Newton had been battling emotional and family problems after separating from her husband of 24 years, Old Parker, with whom she has three children. A source on set said Thandie had been acting strange on set. She has been very high, highly strung. Her apparent breakdown caused so much disruption, it became clear she could no longer play the role. Well, there was, an, uh, there was a, like a source on the set who said that her and Channing Tatum got into an argument over Will Smith and Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's obvious. But sources... You know, there, there was tip a of the lot, iceberg. Yeah, just tip of the iceberg type of stuff. Well, sources say that there were no tense exchange of words between her and Tatum. Um, they remain on good terms since she left, though. So they've replaced her with Selma Hayek, and all the scenes involving her character will have to be shot again. Oh. All right. And finally, it's time for a Florida Man game. Yay! Yay! Everybody get ready. Florida Man, Florida Man. Florida man. Bodily harm. Florida Man, Florida Man. Who doesn't trees, drinks tennis balls that are full of bees. Who tries to bite every cop he sees. Florida Man, Florida Man. Yeah. 
Everybody ready for a Florida Man game and yeah. entertainment news? Ready. All right. Here's your headline. Florida Man watched blank 292 times, setting a new world record. Florida Man watched, watched blank. blank 292 times, setting a new world record. Well, it can't be Baby Shark because I feel like a lot of parents have watched that 290 <laughs> times at this point. Um, what's the dumbest thing you could yeah, watch over and over again? Dumbest thing you could 292 watch. 292 times. Uh, friends, the whole show. Setting a new world record. Are we thinking a movie or a TV show? Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a movie. Oh. oh okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, that totally blows mine out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he'd watched a. A bootleg video of a Jimmy Buffett concert from 1983. <laughs> that, that would be a Florida wildly, man thing to do. He just that forgot that it was on. Specific. <laughs> okay, I got mine. A movie. Okay. Uh... Oops, I forgot to do the think music. <laughs> <laughs> I think I see things are going well. Okay. <laughs> As you can see, not much has changed. Florida man. <laughs> Give me the headline again. Florida man watched blank 292 times, setting a new world record. Well, he wasn't watching his kids. You know, I just went with the I just went with the wildlife angle, Sharknado versus Megacroc. Oh my god, that's a, such a good answer. It okay, but not the right one. Right. Okay, not the one Nico, we're looking go. for. Uh, the dumbest thing I could think you could watch uh -huh. is just that dumb new Spider-Man movie where everybody thinks it's so cool that they want to watch it as many Damn, times as possible. who hurt you? Spider-Man No Way Home. Bunch of dummies. That's a pretty wow. solid I'm, I'm answer. I'm going to change my answer to Florabama Shore Family Reunion. <laughs> I think that's technically a TV show. That's a show, yeah. I don't know. What's the correct Lisa, answer? Lisa, do you have a guess? Um... I was thinking maybe because like 420s coming up, mm -hmm. so maybe it was something like watched Up in Smoke. But I also feel like people have watched <laughs> that already like 290 times. Yeah, Half baked, and that's Half just baked. Nico. Yep, last year I can't finish it. <laughs> I never remember the ending. <laughs> well, we do have a winner today. Oh, isn't that exciting? I feel like I already know who it's going to be, and it's pretty impressive. Good job, Nico. Yeah, good job, Nico. Yeah! A Florida man watched Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times, what? setting a new oh, world sorry. record. You must what have seen it. Wait, do you, you not like it? I haven't seen it. You haven't even seen it? No. I oh, it's seen, available online now. I haven't now. seen any of the uh, new Spider-Man movies because the first one I started watching, I was like, wait, why aren't they giving a backstory to Spider-Man? The way Are we starting in the middle? What? Did, Did I you give you my... You. They don't need to go through the whole rigmarole with the radioactive you know spider what happened. Honestly, because that's what I was getting so upset with with Morbius. I'm like, ugh, half this movie is just figuring out how... Half... I get it. You got bit by a bat or whatever. Yeah. Morbius was awful. Morbius was awful. No, but it was just confusing because in the first Morb Spider-Man movie, they referenced stuff to the uh, Civil War, and it's like... Well, yeah, but you can assume he's got spider powers... Tony Stark goes to visit him. How long have you had these powers? You, everybody already knows. Yeah, I, and I really liked that because it was like, okay, skip past this. We don't need to know. We, we know, know how Uncle this works. Ben died. Yeah, I want to see it die. Sorry. 
far. <laughs> oh, damn. Awkward. I Did I give you my voodoo password or no? Nico. Me? No, Nico, not you. Uh, if you have you might something, have, I haven't used it. If okay, you have I bought it. Of mine, I can change, exchange a password with you. Bro, I got the Discovery Plus, Joanna. I watched so much 600 Pound Life last night. It's great. Morbius was so bad, it could be a studio <laughs> killer. Like, it could really derail it Marvel It was movies. bad, bad. Maybe like, the, even with that extra scene at the end, I was like, this is horrible. Shirtless Jared Leto didn't save that movie. I told that to Joanna. I was like, it's not worth it. Don't watch Joanna, it. Wasn't, weren't we on the After Buzz last time you were on and Buzz was still railing against Morbius? Yeah. <laughs> it's been like weeks since you've seen it. The so best renting. part is too is I just messaged Joanna. I'm like, hey, can you ask Buzz how he feels about this real quick? And I'm like, <laughs> he hated it. Oh, he will tell you. He and I was like, that is because I hated it and I thought I would at least like that sexy Jared Leto would give us some sort nope. of a savior. Even that was depressing. It wasn't, yeah. And then even Moon Knight, I'm still not. A, I'm still I'm not. I'm very board. much straddling the fence on Moon Knight. Right yeah, now. that is a tightrope walk that I am not ready to, you know, get on board. I'm not with. ready to tune out. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to hearing Oscar Isaac's British accent much longer. Is he English or is he American? He's like American, he's American with of South America of South. He's got like South American background. Okay. He went. He broke it all down when he hosted Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago. I should have paid attention to but that. I, Isaac is a very um, foreign name. <laughs> oh, Did, he's Guatemalan. He's a, he has that Guatemalan heat? He has that Guatemalan heat. Florida man. Florida man. Hello. Florida man. Florida man. Down. Beth in town. Florida man. Florida man. Florida. Oh. <laughs> this always gets you. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll uh, start wrapping things up. We got another cash code keyword about 30 minutes. Lisa Sanchez has dropped by, or she's still on the clock at her other job. <laughs> or she works here again. Who knows? I'll <laughs> uh, take a break and more of the Buzz Adams morning shows on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All uh, kidding aside, the Thor trailer looks pretty good. It does. Yeah. I mean, it punches all the the right notes. all the buttons. You know, it brings back Fat Thor from. <laughs> I love that. Do you like seeing the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy in it? Yeah, I kind of like the little crossover, like the little rivalry between the Chris's. That's fun, I guess. <laughs> I guess. How do you feel about that, you know, Natalie Portman as Thor? <laughs> Are you, like, super excited about I've, it? You know, as followers mm-hmm. of the of the Norse pagan religion mm-hmm. have been demanding for years, turn one of our gods into a woman, please. There you go. Um, at the box office, Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore won the box office with a disappointing $43 million. Is that whole series just a mess, Lisa? Yeah. I, I As a fan of Harry Potter, <clears throat> have present. they ever gotten it on track? I remember when the movie came out and like nobody knew what to make of the it. The first one? The first Fantastic oh, Beast. Oh, it was good. I wonder if the first one was good. <sighs> was it? I liked it. Was it? Lisa? No. <laughs> I liked it because you know what they do? They show the American wizards. And that was something that has been mentioned in the books before, but they never. My decided. eye just twitches because it Fantastic Beasts was a 
freaking dictionary, basically. It was just like a, it showed you different animals in the wizarding world. That's all it was. And then they're like, so now. It was so more now. of like an art book, right? No, it was a short, it was short paper, like almost a paperback book, a very short, thin There one. was like 50 pages, yeah. if that. It wasn't, it wasn't, but, there but, were but, pictures. But, in but it. they were like, like field journals. It was yes. a definition. Yes. Yeah, it just gave definitions of what like a sphinx was, a chimera, of a centaur. A basilisk. A basilisk. Yeah, you just learned what all the animals were in the wizarding world. I think world, they also made one about the rules of Quidditch at the same time. Uh, yeah, it was called Quidditch Through the Ages. Yeah. And that actually, I think, would have been a better idea because that actually went through the history of the sport. So that, I think, would have been a better idea for the movie because the Newt's commander, they're just kind of going what they assume. And I guess even so Rowling's about as a part of this. She's a consultant. She's a part of the creation of this. Do you part. feel like it was just kind of a. A cash grab. Yeah, it's like, hey, 100%. we kind of wrapped up this story, but people still will pay money, so let's put this out. Yeah. Mm. And, and it's and for Newt me. Scamander, is that who Eddie Redmayne plays? Yes. Yes. Well, he's great. I mean, he's Eddie great. Redmayne. I actually great. love him as that character. I really do think if like Newt Scamander was a person, that his portrayal of him is perfect. Uh, but for me, just I mean, and, and then you make Najini the the snake. Now she's a woman, and it's like, wait, what? That's yeah, not turning like, all the great characters into women. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. I have not seen it. I highly doubt I will go see it. Um, maybe when it's out on like Hulu or something, I'll catch it. Is then, it the but... third one of the Fantastic Beast movies? Yes. They had the original, then they had the Crimes of Grindelwald, and now they have this one. Um, so, yeah, I'm judging the movie without seeing it. But well, how I, was the second one? I just really liked the clothes. That's about it. Okay. Um, like, I'm real big Are fan you of in that. A, but you're you're not, like, in a position where you feel like, as a Harry Potter fan, you got to go see it in the theater? No. You're over that? No. I, I, I do not think, because I think for me, I'm probably one of those annoying purists that... For me, it's not, there's no book. There's nothing to follow. This was just a story kind of tagged on to yeah. this book about magical beasts. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Do they have dragons in it? None. I don't know if they do in the movie, but in the book they do. They have the rich, rich bag, Chinese fireball, the <laughs> Why don't you make the nerd <laughs> voice when Lisa's talking, Joanna? Does I sound intelligent? Yeah. He's not complaining like you are. Wrap it up. (laughs) Now wrap it up. Tax day, everybody. Don't forget. (laughs)